spread the truth. Document it. Prove it. Make it irrefutable and you too will become dangerous to those who admire us in lies and enslave us in socialism. But because they are lying, it's possible to expose them. And this is their Achilles heel. By comparison, we have nothing to hide, therefore we have no reason to lie. And we wouldn't want to even if we could. Truth is a far superior weapon than deceit. It's a weapon which is denied to them. And in the end, it will be the decisive weapon that destroys them completely. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us today. Good uh, to see you all. Hope you're uh, doing well, wherever you're joining from. Uh, we are back after, uh, well, I guess it's we skipped one show, so we're back, I guess, technically then after two weeks. That's how it mm-hmm. works, right? It was two weeks yeah. ago since we did a Flashback Friday. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, moving moving again. Another tech Last location. one for a while, though. Last one yeah, for a while. Yeah, we're going to be for a little this bit. This one, now. new location, good vibe, you know? Uh, right? Yeah, we're going to be for, for a little while, a while yes. here, right? So, uh, so I, I showed uh, yesterday when I did the. Uh, the f- uh, no, Go Zone. Look at that. My brain is working in 110% <laughs> today. I <coughs> showed mm-hmm. this shot. So, slightly better setup than the last one, I guess. It was very cramped. <laughs> this one, we have a little bit more space. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's definitely not our not original ideal. one. It's but, not our you studio, know, we're going to build you know? that. We have to build that. Yeah. And as you guys know, Around uh, Kootenai County, Quarter Lane area, it's it's very competitive trying to, let alone just get a rental or land or whatever, but we will prevail. It's going to happen. Yeah, so we're not worried about that. We're uh, trucking ahead, uh, but uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's uh, the setup uh, right now. I think one of the lights fell uh, on the table here, like, uh, was it yesterday? It was I, a cat. I, I must have been a cat. It was like late, uh, late late night. Uh, I don't think I set it up that bad, but I think the gear survived. I hopefully the audio is okay. If uh, if not, let us know. But I think, you know, there's always uh, there's always quirks and things like that. Every time you move, as you know, yeah, look, look at this. I have one layer over the other. Let me just do. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't think of that one. I should say uh, happy birthday to Blake, who I actually just ran into in the grocery store like two hours ago. Cool. Yeah, I've run into people Indeed. around Quarter Lane, which is kind of nice, you know? We know Very so nice. many people here that uh, I guess the odds now are higher. Awesome. But it's still a lot of people. Uh, absolutely, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. <laughs> well, thank you uh, for sh- for that shout-out, too. Um, there are a couple of shout-outs that we're going to do. It's just been kind of uh, just really s- uh, hectic to get everything together, you know, with the studio and getting mm-hmm. the show up and running again. As I said yesterday, uh, it's just you forget how much – how many cables there are to draw and, uh, you know, things to connect and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, we, I, we'll probably do a kind of a, a shout out segment, probably in Flashback Friday because it's more kind of it, it's that type of show, more laid back and fun and stuff like that. But uh, probably do a, sh- a shout out uh, segment because I know that there's some people in certain areas um, that want to just, uh, you know, put in a name out there and, and an email in some cases or something, co- you know, and talk about a general area and there, there could be other uh, viewers or listeners, whatever uh, you have in that area too, so they want to reach out. Uh, we're doing a trial run on a couple uh, of people that um, uh, were connecting in. Uh, uh, was it in Tor- 
closer to Toronto. Yeah, no, it's Canadian. Nova, right? Nova Scotia, yeah. I think it was. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Uh, something like that. Sorry, I, um, my, my brain is elsewhere today. But um, anyway, so, th so that uh, that's always fun. Uh, but uh, we'll do that next time. Then uh, again, I haven't forgotten about those uh, that I said we're going to do shout out uh, for. We'll just have to uh, do it next time. Uh, a little bit more prepped on that uh, front. Um, what else? Any oh, Easter's coming stuff? up. I just wanted to say we went to a really cool uh, AFA, you know, Asa True Austera event that actually took place in Washington. It was just across the border from Idaho. Good bunch of people we connected with who all happened to be from Idaho <laughs> or living in Idaho, too. So we had a fun egg hunt for the kids and we had some food and uh, we met a, a bunch of really great people. So that was a blast. Just yeah, indeed. Yeah. Thank so. you to everyone uh, that was that was there as well, yeah. obviously. Uh, for uh, for coming out and stuff like that, fun, a lot of good uh, times, a lot of fun times to be there. Uh, so that was good. And uh, let me see, let me check here. I just want to double check. I think we're going out on all the the channels. It should be as normal. Uh, D Live, of course, Trovo, Entropy Stream, VK. You can watch us through RedEyes.tv/live. Uh, also through RedEyesMembers.com and Float. I've repaired, so those of you who want to watch over on Float can do that. And of course, now we're just waiting for uh, for Odyssey, right? That for would Odyssey, be awesome. Uh, live streaming, because uh, it looks like they will be uh, beating BitChute uh, to that uh, important function uh, on the website. Well, that's great. So, I'm really looking forward to that. I think I think it's going to open up to it, it. From judging from the tweet that they had, it looks like they're going to open it up to like everybody in just a, a few days. Basically, we'll we'll see. All right. Uh, we'll see what they Let's do. Let's do it. But uh, yeah, so you can buy a library token over uh, over there. But like US, you couldn't buy it. It was kind of messy. Mm. Um, not sure why and stuff like that. But uh, crypto have been you know restrictive in in with exchanges and stuff like that in certain US countries. But I think you just you can just use use a VPN and go around it that way. Um, okay. Why don't we Why don't we do this? We have a bunch of topics today, folks, to dive into. I just want to make sure I clear some of these off the. Uh, table here first. Why don't we do uh, entropy? Do you have entropy up? I think uh, I have. Uh, yeah, uh, I do. And I let's see. Do I see anything in there yet? Why don't you do a couple <laughs> God, of those? These lights I see are blinding me right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. That's just what you want to have. <laughs> I, I know, actually, it's always when I, I position I, them higher too, just to kind of get away from that a little just, bit. But, uh, sometimes in the beginning, when you start, it's like, oh my God, all these lights are so bright, I can't see. You know. I don't know. Well, it's uh, no me? business like show business. <laughs> Got to get those lights. Got to bathe in the <laughs> lights, right? <laughs> right. Uh, Jimmy Fallows. Hello, Henrik and Lana. Good to see you. Thank you. Good to see you, too. Hey, thank you for the, the big dono there, too. I appreciate that. Very kind of you. Oh, yeah. Jimmy. I didn't even see that. Thank you. Thank you. Very thank kind you. of you. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Lycan cool. Warrior. Let's see. There was just when you thought vegans couldn't get any more annoying. White veganism is the new <laughs> white I supremacy heard that, was I the heard link. about this. <gasps> yeah, twitchy. Because um, it only focuses on the lives of animals while ignoring colonialism, colonialism oh my God. and stuff. Saw, like, how is this? Yeah, it just keeps on ticking. I it's saw comedy. this in passing, and I actually forgot to edit in today, but that's a good story. I'll pull it into the doc, and maybe we can show it a bit later. So thank you, um, <laughs> Lycan, for the link there. I appreciate yes, that. Yes, I really don't mind when they attack you. I mean, I know we have some some vegans in our scene and vegetarians, but yeah, it's mostly a, a some, left. There's a good it's, bunch of vegans, for but sure. But it's, it's mostly liberals, right? So they attack. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and then Brad Grumba. Thank you. Good Freedom you, Shekels. Brad. Thank you for the big dono as well. Brad, always uh, appreciative. Uh, never expected, but thank you so much for your support and continued support too, Brad. Hope yeah. you're doing well. Uh, always good to see you. Um, the only thing I don't have working right now is the, so the entropy. I do have a, 
as you saw, like what the hundred, the, the large dono is like a re release the kraken, but there's no audio associated with it. There should be audio. I'm, I, I gotta look into that. See how that works. Is that the uh, the monster or the ship? Yeah, the the monster, the, the, the monster the right? But yeah. um, <laughs> there are there should be some like an audio notification, including even t I think text to speech, which I had enabled, and unless. You guys can hear it, and we're all talking at the same time. I can't hear for some re for some reason, but I'll look at oh, that. You mean like a computer time. voice yeah. that reads that the reads chat? The, the oh, donation, cool. you know. Yeah. But uh, for some reason, that's not working. So I got to get that working. Unless it's interrupting the whole time. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, uh, you know, you, you got to have a, you can have a warning sign, so you got to be quiet after that or something. But uh, okay, one anyway. more there, yeah, uh, Conrad yeah, Curse. I can honestly say I am ashamed to be an American between Dementia Joe. And the creature from the Trans Lagoon. I think I know the one you're talking about. We're going to show that. Uh, I feel the country I grew up in is dead. Your optimism gives me hope for our people, uh, at least. Thank you for that. Well, thank you for the kind word, uh, Conrad. I appreciate yes. that. Uh, well, you know, you got to be white-pilled. You can't be black-pilled. No. Uh, when it goes crazy, butter up the popcorn. Have some good times. Laugh at this because, uh, you know, uh, got to think long-term. Don't think about the short-term things that we're losing, but think long-term of the things that we'll be able to uh, achieve when more and more of our people uh, wake up and begin oh pushing towards the yeah. same uh, general direction, right? Like what was just happening in Oakland. I know you talked about it yesterday where low-income families were all getting $500. This was in California, except for white ones. Just blatant, all-out, you know, race-based <laughs> communism, institutional racism against white people. What do you think all those white families were thinking at that point? You know, right, I, right. I think uh, something kind of switches in their head at that point. Yeah, it's 500 bucks, but I mean, that's a, a good lesson to learn. It's only 500 bucks to learn a very important lesson, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, let me see. This is a bit, uh, I'm seeing this if I'm selecting something. It's a bit kind of a lag on the on the article uh, I'm showing that, but, they, but it should be fine. Hopefully there's no uh, problem with the clips later. But here's that story real quick here uh, from Lycan that he linked up. Uh, just when you thought vegans couldn't get any more annoying, white veganism is the new white supremacy. And oh my God, LOL, watch. I haven't said, do you want to, you want to look at this? All here? right, let's do it. Fail to account for white supremacy and veganism, uh -oh. you get white veganism. We must address the role of white supremacy. Queer in brown vegans. Oh, oh, wait, here, here we At go. Sorry. Queer brown we, sorry, that was my bad. We couldn't hear it. The, the audience could. Let, okay. let me go back there so we can All hear right. it too. Here, here we go. Fail to account for white supremacy and veganism, you get white veganism. We must address the role of white supremacy and the oppression it creates, no matter if we are vegan or not. White veganism focuses on animal liberation while ignoring the context of colonization and imperialism and how all of this impacts all living beings and the planet. Not all white people vegans are white vegans. Our veganism must be intersectional, accessible, oh, anti-racist, anti-imperialist, and decolonized. And there you have it. Okay, I want to I I refer them back to my right. video. They should all go watch about maybe we should uh, include it in that link there. How to decolonize your life and be free of the white man. We need to send that, put that link in there because basically just stop using everything. <laughs> go back to Africa. Was it uh, <laughs> to be totally was it, uh, decolonized. veganism invented by a white guy, though? Yeah, uh, that too. I, I don't even so think you're you could culturally uh, appropriating partake them. in uh, anti-colonial attitudes while doing while doing veganism. But <laughs> all right, anyway, thanks for the, the link, oh, like, geez. and very very informative. Uh, and of course, uh, if you do want to join in here uh, today, a couple of ways, uh, as you guys already know, some of you entropystream.live slash red eyes TV, uh, and also for now, uh, lemons over at DLive, DLive.tv forward slash red eyes TV. We have a couple there too. Before we dive into some of the main topics here. Uh, Matt Henrik with an I, with a y, an I, Y rather, uh, with a diamond says, here's uh, two, two of my favorite dissidents. Uh, thank you, sir, for the diamond. White moves first with the diamond says, uh, it's been too long. Hail Red Ice. Thank you. Uh, good to see you here. Bob Renob, 
uh, with the diamond as well. Go get that land. Well, thank you. Appreciate that. Brad C with the diamond. Happy Friday, Red Eyes. Thank you. Happy Friday to you as well. And another diamond from Brad C. Uh, White moves first with a diamond. Marty leads with a diamond hey, as well. Good. It was good to see you. He says, uh, looking forward to Red Eyes on Odyssey. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, we we upload uh, all the shows and stuff too there, but um, hopefully it will be a great live streaming platform. People have really big expectations in terms of like, you know, the free speech and all that stuff. But keep in mind too, though, that there's always going to be You'll get the attacks, and and it's not to you know pop the bubble or, or pour you know too much cold water right away, but just keep in mind, oh, it's on, it's on the blockchain. They can't, they won't be able to censor and stuff. And it's like, well, that's kind of not how it works either. Like there has to be, I think even for them to be able to operate legally, there have to be some moderation system on the side in case someone mm -hmm. uploads like you know m murders or you know child porn, or, you know whatever. Mm -hmm. Right? There's always going to be a way to do that. And so the question is, uh, when it gets big enough, then, you know, countries start putting in rules and laws and stuff like that. So we'll see what happens. It, it's, I, I don't think, my point is, and I'll be quick about this, is there's not going to be a platform that solves all of our problems when it comes to censorship. Uh, maybe there's one site that can be so decentralized or so un, so unbound to national territories or something that you can always get to it. But don't. next step in that could be that... Um, uh, countries just begins to ban websites and stuff, right? Unless it's a decentralized domain, maybe you can circumvent it. That the, the where where the work has to be done is to get our countries to drop these bullshit laws. Yeah. Where you basically, as long as you obey the law, they shouldn't, you know, uh, legally be able to censor. That, that's what they're doing now. They just call it hate speech, and then they ban uh, off of that. But anyway, we'll see. I'm looking forward to it. Nonetheless, it's going to be good uh, good times. I think on Odyssey. Yeah. Um, definitely. And an exciting time. So hopefully they can do it right, and hopefully they can pull it off. Uh, Brad C again with another, another diamond. White moves first, also with another diamond. Thank you to those who are handing out subs as well. I think it's Lord Aragon giving out, <coughs> excuse me, five subs. I appreciate that. Carve Kake, Deep State of Mind, Red Dog Five, uh, Triple Five, Skanda, and Nordic Warrior received those. Thank you so much. Uh, Old Man Yinzer with a diamond. Thank you. And King Wolf with a diamond says greetings from Montreal. Thank you for your great work or good work. Thank you, sir. Uh, hope everything is good in uh, in Montreal. All right. Should we? Uh, Dive into some of the uh, topics here. Look, look at this up. <laughs> I hypocrite always have these. <clears throat> so, so I'm going to sh uh, shock jock no you. No <laughs> kids should be watching this. Rated <laughs> R right now. Turn your I kid away. Has some, he has some gold, some gold stuff that he likes. Holy. What, what, can someone explain what, what, I'm like, what is this? Vagina or a little penis <laughs> hiding in there somewhere, sorry, like way up in there. Like, what, what, oh my What is good this? God. What is this? this is Can someone? A, I need a, uh, a what, what's that called oh. when you get a map? You get a a legend. Can someone have a legend to this? And, oh and, my god, liberalism, and that baby. A, that's what it is. Is that like coins in the? I see the, the coins. The coins and some, some some dirty spot there cheap, on the. Yeah, what is that? Right that like a brown spot, or is that part of? Ugh, I don't want to anyway, think about uh, that. But special special shout out to uh, I I hypocrite for uh, for finding these. He does uh, some amazing uh, totally digging. Totally normal. I don't know right? where he goes uh, for this, and I don't want to know. I just uh, you know, if we want to have a good laugh, uh, I hypocrite on uh, Twitter. I mean, they they promote <laughs> this stuff just mainstream now. You know, it's it's, oh, it's beautiful and brave. totally normal and. Don't laugh, uh, because if you do, you're a transphobe. Yeah, someone said someone said it's a troll, like someone intentionally did it too. But uh, but you never know. We're, oh, we're, what's we're, going we're, on down there? We're basically we're basically Don't there. Don't want to like, know. All right, so uh, let's let's start, start with start with this one here. God. Um, speaking of uh, good things happening, uh, 27 people in Oregon and Washington are being monitored for Ebola amid fears that they were exposed to the virus before returning to the U.S. from West 
Africa. So there's another great uh, aspect to open so, borders and uh, multiculturalism. So you're, so you're saying it was Africans that uh, brought it, not a white missionaries? Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe. Another uh, perk of so. globalism, yes. Four people returned to Oregon from Guinea and the Democratic Republic of Congo early in March. Another 23 people returned to Washington from West Africa and are now under surveillance. As far as authorities have revealed, none of the 27 have any symptoms. Oh, good. So it should be fine, though, I would assume. Great. CDC has ordered all travels returning from Guinea and the Democratic Republic of Congo to be monitored for Ebola for 21 days. Fantastic. Health Reminder, officials say the flesh eating disease, right? Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it, what, it just breaks down your body com completely, uh, It's I think. like a chunk falls off all of a sudden. Uh, yeah, it's wrong when European uh, pioneers bring some kind of new virus uh, to the land. This but is, it's okay when they bring Ebola. This has always <laughs> kind of been the big scare, like the the <gasps> movies that are made is usually about a virus like this, right? It's always like the the, the brutal, just like your, your body just like disintegrate or you just fall apart and you just die on the spot, right? Uh, so we haven't seen, a, a, obviously, a huge outbreak of something like this yet. But uh, if we keep up business as usual, I wouldn't be surprised if that's something we uh, we get to eventually. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah, so kudos to uh, Oregon and Washington for uh, letting mm. these people uh, in and making sure that uh, we can have a, uh, a potential Ebola outbreak coming to the Pacific North Northwest, right? Well, you know, there's too many white people up there. So mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. got to take care of big, that problem. Uh, big problem here. Uh, so here's another one out of the UK. The UK's Royal Mint makes history with another coin featuring Britannia uh, as a, I'd say, as an African. It's not just a woman of color. It's clearly African uh, they did. features on the coin. Uh, so this is CNN here saying the Royal Mint, the British make maker tasked with producing all of the UK's coinage, has released a new limited edition coin designed depicting the national icon Britannia as a woman of color for the first time. Britannia was a Latin name given to the UK by the Romans after their invasion in 43 CE. The weapon-clad warrior woman became a personification of the British Isles and has fronted many other countries' currencies since 1672. And now, of course, in the uh, effort of inclusion and diversity, uh, let's just put non-British people uh, on the coins Hold uh, up, of uh, Britannia. Is she pregnant? I'm really surprised they didn't put a pregnant black woman on there. Really? Well, maybe she does. I mean... <laughs> Some of the some of the analyzed the <laughs> Statue of Liberty, for example, right? It's just so it predictable a, uh, in the UK. It's just all black all the time. Black power, black culture, black. Yeah. I mean, the government really hates English people. They Jeez. want them very much replaced. Uh, and uh, yeah, so here's a, a couple of comments here. I think actually it was Teen Vogue had a little bit more in-depth article. They were talking with the first, and of course, this came in the wake of the first woman heading up the the mint, right? The those who who issue the coins and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so then it's like, immediately, let's just put an African on there, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it was an art, artist out of Ireland called PJ Lynch, who apparently does a lot of, uh, like, children's books and works and stuff like that, who did uh, the design uh, on it. In a statement to CNN style, Claire McLennan, the Royal Mint's director and commemorative coin, said, Britannia is an enduring system of the people, and, and as the nation evolves... It is right that her image oh should evolve too. So basically, it's not until we replace uh, English people that uh, you know. It, it, now it's truly representative of the people. Well, that's what that's what we brought when uh, Europeans came to America. We brought diversity, multiculturalism, and through yeah, sheer numbers, not, uh, it doesn't represent you anymore. It's our country now, right? Yeah, this never is not, works that uh, way, does it? Cultural appropriate. Imagine put, them putting, uh, uh, you know, or at least keeping them. Let's say that there was some. Um, coins, uh, bills or whatever issued 
in an African country by Europeans living there or something. Mm -hmm. Imagine them we not removing that. put a blonde woman that. on there now, right? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Imagine doing that. Uh, what would the reaction be, right? Uh, okay, staying in the UK just a little bit too. I saw this real quick here. There's a grammar school um, called Bately Grammar in West Yorkshire that uh, it's not accidentally. They have, they're having a religion um, course or class and the teacher, one of the teachers showed a, an image of Prophet Muhammad uh, and of course, uh, consequently, a dozen of uh, angry Muslims and, and much more. This could probably grow, frankly, in the next couple of days as people do pil pilgrimages to the school to get the, the, the teachers fired. Get someone and, beheaded. Uh, everyone hurt and all that kind of it's stuff. happened right? before, yeah. Uh, but again, I mean, think about this. Like The school was founded in, uh, by a reverend in 1612. Uh, and now today, and of course, he's British. They can do whatever they want, free speech. They can cover all the topics that they've always been able to do. Now, as they begin to replace themselves, uh, one third of the of the uh, uh, pupils at the school are non uh, English, non white, and uh, and now as soon as they do something like this, all hell breaks loose, right? So here, so of course they cucked immediately. Here's of some course. of the crowds. Grow right? a spine, you weaklings! It's so pathetic. I want to play the video here real quick, but uh, look at these uh, these this angry mob for do for upholding British tradition of basically just showing an image of someone during a religious class. Here's the clip. Look at uh, look at this here. I think this is the one. Oh no! Here's some of the angry mobs. I guess we can look at that first here. It's just, it's beheading time. Yep. I'm kind of back on the muzzy track here now. It's been kind of uh, quiet for a little bit, hasn't it? Well, on the news anyway, but this stuff continues every well, day. Well, yeah, on the, on the streets, yeah, but it's like it's, it's back in the news anyway. Like, um, why don't you just go live in a Muslim country? It's very simple. Well, we know well, why. Because they're on bent. On their way of becoming They're one. bent on conquest. That's what it is. And every time these English people are spineless, they give them another inch. Let me play the... God, here's the uh, Here's the... The cucking begins here. Here we go. Listen to this. speak to you all today because I know members of our community wanted to hear from me personally to reinforce the school's position and the next steps following recent events. For those that haven't heard this statement, I felt it was important to read it for you uh, for clarity. Uh, the school unequivocally apologizes for using <laughs> a totally inappropriate image in a recent religious studies lesson. It should not like, be. It's their image. It's their profit. How is it inappropriate? Well, they can't show anything. It's idolatry. Because if you're you know, not a muzzy, totally you can't haram. show it. No, but it's like this is this is a British uh, school. Uh, this is what they've done in the uh, always, I would assume, right, or for for some time at least. And now it is completely inappropriate just because they have it as a taboo. Okay, well let's uh, let's uh, use that other standard when when it comes to them depicting mm. Europeans yeah. or, or something that we consider to be important to us. Yeah, they never say that. Light. Like no, you not. show, you know, your prophets killing uh, pagan deities or Jesus all the time. Like put that back in their face. They never do that. Uh, let's play the rest here. Being used. The member of staff has also relayed their most sincere apologies. <laughs> we have immediately withdrawn teaching on, on uh, this part of the course, and we're reviewing how fired. we go forward with the support of all fired. our communities represented in our school. So they got their way, and now they know they, that's all they have to do. Beliefs, but this Every must time. be done in a respectful, sensitive way. <laughs> the member of staff has been suspended, pending an independent formal investigation. <sighs> the school is working closely our governing body and community leaders to help us resolve this situation and we continue to do so. I know many of you will have questions 
but we are undertaking a formal process now, and it yeah, is why are you very such difficult a weakling? for us to answer any of those questions without jeopardising that. But we hope that we can reach a swift conclusion uh, moving forward. Oh my God! This is so the, pathetic. Uh, the, this is the same. Uh, this is the same so. people that used to what uh, dominate, uh, rule uh, one what one third of the world at some point. Maybe it was even more. And, uh, and by, by showing the prophet in a respectful way. So the only way would be well, that no white people uh, basically worshipping, getting on their knees to this thing, or maybe depicting this uh, prophet raping some uh, white woman or something. That would be a respectful well, way. Uh, well, I mean, they can't depict it at all. That's the bottom line. Uh, whatever. I mean, I mean, it's also this whatever you do, it's always going to be wrong and it needs to be in our hands kind of thing. But we'll see, I would have expect this to kind of grow uh, in, in the next uh, couple of days uh, at the school outside and more and more protests and stuff. But yeah, I mean, it's the point is eventually, and we're almost there, we'll be at a point where we can't, I mean, there's already there in some areas that you can't basically do what you want to do. Uh, traditional West, and it's not about ally, why are you agitating Muslims and this is, you know, bullshit or whatever. That's that's garbage. You should be able to do exactly what you have traditionally been doing in our countries um, for, for all these decades. It's never been a problem. Now they're being demographically replaced, bringing in a new religion, and now all of a sudden all hell breaks yeah. loose, and these teachers have to be fired and all that shit, right? All right, anyway, uh, let me do a couple of these real quick here before we move on. Uh, let me see here. Um, let me scroll back up here. I lost my plays. Um, I think we did. Old Man Yinzer. Uh, let's see here. King Wolf 12 sends a diamond as greetings. No, that we did that one. Thank you, sir. Um, das, das, Dasi Main, maybe, if that's how I pronounce your name. Uh, Aloha Snack Bar, indeed. Thank you, sir. Uh, was that a Hawaiian uh, twang on that? Aloha. Um, Lord Aragon with the diamond. My eyes need bleach. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. I thought it was funny, though. I got to get I got to admit that's uh, it's I, I hypocrite have some great stuff. Uh, Roar with the diamond says greetings to all uh, good guys around the world. Thank you so much. Indeed. Thank you, Roar. Uh, Purist triple seven. Always good to see you as well. He sends uh, two diamonds. A uh, a uh, ninja guinea. I almost forgot the name of it. Ninja guinea <laughs> with an 07. 07 to you, sir. Uh, and another ninja guinea uh, followed up by that. <laughs> Thank you, Pyrrhus. Really appreciate it. Uh, thanks so much for the support. Uh, Matt Henrik with a diamond. Uh, thanks for your uplifting work. Please never stop. We don't intend to. Thank you as uh, so much for your support. Neo Hanser with a diamond says those kids uh, got to see Islam without the uh, mask. <laughs> there you go. Mm. White moves first. Uh, with a ninja guinea says muslims are literally killing people and we're apologizing yes yeah. just, just that's show, happening showing it's an happening. image is problematic and you get protest uh they can kill people kill in our 10 countries people and no one says anything it. actually they do they come out and say not all muslims and oh, there's well, a love yeah. festival afterwards with yeah. with balloons and shit every time uh anyway crazy shit uh, uh jimmy fallis white veganism holy shit i second what you say about long-term thinking they eat their own we do not yes exactly Yes, exactly. Uh, Mr. Noseberg. Goals in the long term. Mm? Uh, happy smiley face with a <laughs> sunglasses on. Thank you. Nice. Uh, Chaz Roberto. I'm vegetarian, but so was uh, Mr. Mustache Man. <clears throat> Very compassionate man. Neither of us awesome. liked kosher slaughter. And, and Austin, yeah, kosher slaughter is not. Painter. <laughs> yeah, kosher and halal slaughter. Like I'm, I, like I eat meat, but obviously not cool with that. <laughs> <clears throat> No, there's any form of. I mean, we even like are against the big, uh, big, the big slaughterhouses the big farm, and all that. Uh, yeah. The farm, the, the the industrialized kind of slaughterhouses and all that. All that stuff is bad, and it's bad for animals. It's bad for the people working there. They lose yeah. their marbles and all that stuff. It needs to be small, local. You need to know where it comes from, and preferably, you need to be involved in the process if you can. Not everybody can, but uh, if you can, very good. Uh, so you understand where it comes from and what the uh, what the price is. Um, I think you're. 
kind of respecting nature and your part in it even more at that point. But uh, anyway, mm -hmm. I digress. Um, all right, we saw that, some of the tweets there. Um, yeah, so there's a statue staying in the UK for a little bit too that have been, um, what's the word? It's uh, commissioned, right? It's been commissioned uh, of uh, Saint, Saint Greta Thunberg. Uh, and it's going to go up in uh, a Winchester University, and they've spent £24,000 on this thing. <laughs> of course they did. Uh, and it, there's apparently been some kind of controversy around it. Uh, but it's a, it's a yeah, Winchester commissioned a life-sized life sculpture of Greta Thunberg. The teen activist statue will be erected in the new £50 million West Downs Centre. Decisions have left locals furious, suggesting big issue uh, seller Kev Colick, and I don't know who that is, would be a more popular choice. The bronze artwork cost the university uh, about £24,000 as part of the new development. Look at this um, lame, wonderful... Lame, lame. That's, uh, yeah, she, oh, she's so unique and special just reading scripts written by these multinational billionaires and governments. She's just a puppet. So this is one statue. Kind of, if, it, uh, if it goes up, I don't mind uh, if it's torn down. And you know what? Anti-whites already have a problem with her because she's Swedish and has braids, so she's practically a Nazi. Yeah, wasn't that one of the, no. the, the conservative Yeah, like the girl with the can. Remember National Socialist, uh, the, the poster with the little girl in the can, mm -hmm. like asking I think I remember. for money? But yeah, yeah. But, but like some of the MAGA conservative people were basically like, she's a, she's a, the, a Nazi, <sighs> right, being hailed <laughs> before us. But anyway... It seems they've left out a little bit of the potential chromosome shift, uh, <laughs> or if it's or if it's the uh, maybe the alcohol fetus syndrome. I'm not sure which. Yeah, Here's apparently sad. a big issue. Kevin Kevin Collick, the local big issue seller, is that like a magazine for homeless or something? Maybe someone in the UK can tell me. Uh, uh, anyway, here's uh, other couple of images here from uh, Facebook. Uh, I'm, sus I, I'm I'm surprised you haven't seen more of this, but it, it will probably begin here soon. It will be some kind of sainthood uh, being declared to <sighs> oh, this little girl. Um, I mean, she's basically autist. being run by like you know, uh, the, globalist, the, billionaire uh, yeah, globalist. I almost said Greenspan, Al Gore, and these kinds of people, right? Yeah. All these. There's a whole in, uh, sector in the Sweden, especially of of like the new energy sector that's seeking to shift the econo economy in their favor. They're using her and stuff like that. I, I exposed that in a video I did about her a while ago. Uh, but yes, yeah, so we'll see how that uh, turns out. Uh, good stuff. Let, let me uh, check here before we move on. I just want to make sure we don't have any others to cover. Um, yeah, why don't we do the COVID? Um, oh, that's right. We're going to play that clip. It's check, really check out frightening this here. and disturbing. Check out this. I, I forgot. It's frightening. Um, this, I guess this is what they mean when they talk about and saying generation COVID, which is like what? After Zoomers now, they GC generation COVID. Um, look at this here. And I'm down on my knees. those eyelashes on top of it what is that is that like she's like made up like crazy yeah there's some, there's some oh, cringy God. music here i'll look at one more time so you can see what's going on here oh yeah, there's a God. baby behind plastic okay when i first saw this henrik i thought they were trying to commit some kind of infanticide or something like they're trying to kill this baby that just came out or something oh, i mean it was some like celebration of some a brave abortion uh, uh, i i, I mean that was the first thing i thought oh my god they're like trying to kill this baby right imagine meeting the world for the first time under this you know it's estrogen ridden plastic i mean this is lunacy what like, the mother's not going to touch the baby or breastfeed nope. the baby? Or are nope. they going to do that behind plastic, too? No skin to skin. No, nothing of that vital stuff, which had not been proven that you need in, in the delicate first, uh, what first, even first minutes, frankly, but the first hours. 
And and is this how they're going to do? This is mainstream <laughs> hospitals now doing it this way, I guess. It regulates their temperature, their heartbeat, like you. Yeah, the bonding is so important to hold your baby right away. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but like, oh, let's hold it through plastic. Yeah, Someone poor, else, it's just, poor baby. It's, this it's is incredible. people are just insane I know. now. It's totally just, insane. But there's like no risk to babies whatsoever, oh right? But, my but, God. but yeah, so is, that, is she like she knew she was gonna make this TikTok video, so she's like super she, done up with the fake she eyelashes. Looks like she, on there she's or probably a like Latina. Like, I know it's a lot of these like Latina women in, in California, for instance, they love like they love really the, uh, thick makeup, like the, right. the brows and the the eyelashes. Yeah, look at those falsies. Ugh, she's wearing falsies. Well, she probably had a bunch of drugs before the baby generation, came out. On top generation of it. COVID, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so do a couple of these here. There's some issues here, of course, with the mRNA software update. Um, authorities have raised red flags about AstraZeneca's vaccine press release. An unforced error in data reporting may raise doubts about the vaccine. Now, I've seen this go back and forth. Several European countries have uh, have, have banned uh, the vaccine or, or temporary on hold and things like that because of blood clots. Of course, that's one issue. But there's many other issues that have, that have arisen as well. And some of the companies are being more cautious. Um, some companies are, they're so eager to get in on this game because there's so much money in it that they would obviously, um, they would obviously do what they need to do to make sure that, oh yeah, it's it's totally safe. Don't worry about it. Here you go. Kind of thing, right? Um, anyway, skipping the update there. The, um, anyway, I guess I can read part of the update here too. The board of experts monitoring the clinical trial of AstraZeneca. Remember the Moderna was an issue with, I forget exactly which, which, part of it or, or how it affected people. But we've covered some of the many deaths and some of the many issues that people have mm -hmm. from the vaccines. But even now, like they're forced, it's it's being recognized in the mainstream that there are issues with this and, and people are experiencing all kinds of weird, con not just deaths, but like other weird health uh, consequences. It says here, the boards of experts monitoring the clinical trial of AstraZeneca's COVID-19 vaccine determined that the vaccine is actually between 69% and 74% effective at preventing symptomatic uh, disease, not 79% effective as AstraZeneca announced Monday. So they would like, okay, well, who came up with those numbers first? Yeah. Did they do that themselves? I would assume that they Probably. would, you know, let, put that ceiling about a bit higher to get it uh, sold to uh, two countries and, and, and stuff like that. But um, keep in mind too, that uh, they're doing these are already rolled out and they're doing trials on them while they're being administered. Yeah, to it's people. crazy. This is zero so long term sick about it, right? studies. Yeah. Zero long. Oh, it's safe and effective. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And then it, and then a lot of these companies, too, with this whole AstraZeneca thing, they're basically like, Shh, don't be too loud about this stuff, you know, uh, with some of these risks and, and these other countries putting a pause on it because you're giving fuel to the anti-vax crowd i've actually seen of that of course no it's more important to hush it up and cover it up if there's an issue uh to not make sure that right-wingers are somehow yeah. benefiting from yeah. the information uh in the information warfare when it comes to these they're things, using right? it to promote white supremacy I i've <clears> literally <throat> seen that yeah um so so some of these have been basically bickering about what like percentages of if eff efficacy or efficiency of the vaccines or how they're able to prevent disease and all that kind of stuff but there's a much, much more a deeper systemic issue when it comes to this mRNA software update uh, that it affects people very, very differently. Of course, a lot of people have died, uh, but old people in specifically are, are developing weird uh, other health symptoms. They get uh, heart issues, uh, lung issues. Some people have gotten organ failure, like kidney failure. 
um, all this kind of stuff. We have an issue, of course, still with the uh, fertility for for women, especially, right? It hits the placenta in certain ways. It attacks We've the protein in stuff, the placenta, right? yeah, yeah. So then it uh, falls apart. I think it's also, and that's the, the when I started hearing about this, that this you know kind of bubbled up to the mainstream. Some of these issues regarding oh, there's a you know blood clots or stuff like that. It feels like some of it is kind of a theater a little bit because they can. When this stuff happens, they can just say that it's like, oh, look, well, the rigor, there's rigorous testing on these things. Look, it turns out it was just 69% effective, not 79, as they said, when the deeper issue is like, well, you shouldn't be giving this to anybody. And this, there should be tr long-term trials on this for years and years before you you know, wheel out this, uh, this software update. So I think it's kind of bullshit, to be honest, a lot of it. Uh, but it is what it is, right? Um, this one, too, was just... Uh, Kind of funny. I, we didn't cover crispy it because we were away, cream. but horrible crispy, donuts. Crispy cream. Horrible. I'm gonna go. um, they are full of nasty chemicals and artificial flavors and all kinds of bad stuff. Get your free donuts for getting vaxxed. Crispy cream unveils free oh donuts God. for the vaxxed promo. It's so idiocracy. Get your free donut yep. here, you know? Yep. Oh, man. You can get it at Walmart Jeez. now and, uh, you know, get your local gas station, oh, your, your vaxxed. Embarrassing. Um, the donut maker has announced, sorry, <laughs> starting Monday, <laughs> that uh, anybody who presents proof of vaccination at any Krispy Kreme location can receive one free <laughs> glazed donut <laughs> per visit. <gasps> Krispy Kreme is finding ways to wow. be sweet. To be sweet as the U.S. continues to scale COVID-19 vaccinations to show our support for those who do get the vac vaccine starting Monday. 322, that's that skull and bones number again. Anyone who shows their COVID-19 vaccination record card will receive a free oh originally God. glazed registered trademark donut. Of course, they don't want you know, to know that a, a healthy diet is what's going to boost your immune system and be the better way to go than the vaccine, of course. But, you know, they're selling garbage and junk and they want you to eat it. So eat the garbage, take the shots and pills. They're just appealing to this dumbed down world we now live in. Yeah, if you, if you do something that, you know, affects your health in some way, um, the important things for like for medicine and pharma is to develop some kind of shot or pill so that you can just kind of continue your bad habits at the same time, yeah. right? So you just, you don't have to make any sacrifices. No, no you don't have to take responsibility. Yeah. Go get your originally glazed registered trademark donut <laughs> at Krispy Kreme after you get vaxxed, right? Oh, here are some of the let's and show people some are going to do it too. too you know it oh of course free I can predict <laughs> free which demographics going to do it um we'd like to yeah that, that's <laughs> I, I read that right we'll, we'll we will run this through end of 2021 info ads here blah 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 show your card and remember we you know we joked about this and we were called conspiracy theories about that they will have some kind of card there will be some kind of record yeah. oh license, you're being paranoid you now conspiracy it's like theorist. even to get your donut do they have it now <laughs> this is what the level that it's on papers right? please yeah, yeah show your vaccination card get a free originally glazed <sighs> registered trademark doganut oh my God. amazing yeah, absolutely amazing uh, God, it's obesity it's is one of the primary factors that affects your response to COVID, and these fuckers are giving away a donut a day if you're vaccinated. Everything is so dumb. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess someone else linked this up. This is the remember that cosmopolitan total chic. Yeah, being a large uh, and in charge. Large and in charge. That's and right. Vaccinated. All right. Good stuff. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, 
Let me go back. But it turns out that vaccines alone won't end the pandemic, right? This new report is warning that we just Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was going to do a couple of D-lives there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I guess we can do that one real Uh, quick This new report says vaccines are great for protecting people against disease, but we don't yet know how well they work to protect against transmission. Dun, dun, dun. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, we knew it. This won't ever end. No, we'll never end. shots aren't going to be enough. Nope. And and we've heard that, too. And it's, you know, the medical or the big pharma executives, especially the the Moderna, the Pfizer's, the AstraZeneca, the these companies have basically just said, like, well, uh, you know, you're going to need like two, maybe three a year and then it'll be new strands. You got to keep taking these shots over and over. Right. But but hold on. We thought that this would be the the cure-all, right, to the problem, so we can go back to normal. But now you'll take the vaccines, you'll get all these consequences, but you'll still have lockdowns. You'll still have restrictions. You have to have these passports. You can't fly. You have to still obey. So basically, nothing nothing will change, but they've gotten you into a kind of pharmaceutical, tyrannical system, basically, yeah, where you become exactly. dependent on them to just live normally the way you did before. That's but why even it's then, you, can't, be, you won't be able to do it. That's right? why it's important to be in a good county. You know, like where we are right now, I don't even notice that it's happening and then i hear from friends in other places and like oh my god this and this and this is happening it's it's outrageous yeah indeed gotta get um, to a good place because this is this is going to keep continuing it's going to oh, be something else they're yeah. not going to oh, yeah. relinquish <laughs> this control no Trust ne- never never they never give it up right uh bob the barbarian over on d live uh, says with a diamond send greta to india with rihanna i guess that's is that the <laughs> rihanna is that the some skank. music some skanky or? ho yeah um carve cocky with a diamond says that is great a great ad for home birth yeah it's certainly it certainly is i know it should scare the living hell out of any uh to, yeah, to be mother looks basically. like they were murdering the child they really did <sighs> crazy salosopher gifts uh five one month subs thank you so much for that nordic iron william Shear, magnus von fren or fren uh maternal maiden and Bar- bartleby uh, receives those. Thank you so much uh, for that, Salosifer. White moves first with a ninjagini. Thank you, sir, for for that, sir. Um, says, will all of us have to move to farms if it becomes quote mandatory, like masks? Talking about the vax. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going there anyway, in some way or another. I think it's better to um, slowly get one foot kind of in the uh, the, the the subsistence lifestyle kind mm-hmm. of thing going because as I, best I, as you I, can, or have friends that also do. You, know, you can pull together. Yeah, network. You don't have to do everything yourself. That's not going to be. Yeah. That's never going to be possible. E- even, uh, especially not us. We're, we're compared to our ancestors. We're <laughs> just just face the reality here. We're much less competent than they were, right? So the important thing is to be together with a lot of good people that can do still specialize and do different things, and you guys help each other uh, out in that sense. Yeah. And especially with the things that might be coming that we'll talk about later here about the Suez Canal, the shutdown of the potential global trade because of this, or at least being severely hampered. The kind of material comfort that we've been in for a long time might not, um, not, might not go on for that much longer. Yeah, you got to prepare for that. So I don't know, but uh, yeah, I would, I would, I would start looking at options. That's what I would say. Uh, would say about that. Thank Wyoming you. Wyoming uh, is still the, cheap. Uh, There's a lot of land there. It's a, a good uh, red state. So uh, yeah, get your butt to Wyoming if you can't like do Idaho or the Dakotas. Yeah, indeed. Matt Hedrick with the diamonds says spending remaining lemons before D Live cucks again. Well, thank you so much for that. Appreciate the lemons. Uh, very kind. Uh, what do we have here? Da- uh, Dusty Main, I think. Da- Dusty. Dusty Main. Uh, with the diamond, can a donut be my vax card? <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe you can reverse that. You get a, uh, you, you buy Krispy Kreme a donut and then you get a vaccination card. Uh, that'd be, I think I'd do that actually. And uh, then you can fake, you know, that you have gotten your vaccine. Uh, Lord Aragon with a diamond says hard pass on the shot. Yeah, indeed. 
Um, Vile.radio, uh, free Krispy Kreme for the vaxxed, healthy. Yeah, indeed, it's so nuts. <laughs> Pandit uh, 7 with a diamond, no message. Thank you for that. Lana, did you have any on uh, uh, Yeah, there? let's see. Uh, Jimmy Fallis, uh, anyone who gets the vaccine for a donut deserves the vaccine. <laughs> Move them to the front of the line. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, dissident uh, agnostic, since that's it's crazy. not objectively true that Muhammad was a prophet, please refer to him <laughs> as alleged prophet. Well, that's right. He's not a prophet in my eyes. Anyway. For a prophet. <laughs> Remember there was a... I think there was a... Uh, was that it was some UFO, like a, a, a black uh, UFO guru called Prophet Yahweh? But it was like with an IT, Prophet Yahweh. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> hey, one more. Dare Cherusker. Mm -hmm. Corona, Corina, Carina, or Viagra. It's real, and it can hit hard, but the system is still more dangerous, and the new COVID waves won't stop just like that. Hard times are coming, but we will resist. Hold on. Hold on. Nice. Thank you. Um... <laughs> Okay, the brown, what, what's the brown pill? Oh my gosh, yeah. Don't, Don't take the brown pill, right? Uh, forget to beefing up your immune system. Take this sketchy new, yeah, Merck's new antiviral drug pill that has been used for people with herpes in the past called Molnupiravir or something. I can't even pronounce it. You probably shouldn't be taking it. Because they're saying that this brown pill may be the answer to stop these future pandemics uh, oh, know, of course it is. No, there's no magic pill that you're going to take to make sure that you're never, ever sick again. These people are so out of touch with nature. All I hear anymore is drugs, you know, yeah, these pills, these vaccines, wearing your mask. Zero, anything about how to strengthen your immune system, a good diet, no exercise, all of that stuff. Our body has a built-in system in place, and no one is being taught about that anymore. Mm -hmm. And if a naturopathic doctor does come out and talk about these things, they're looked at like a crank and a quack. No, big pharma, the big pharma pushing doctors are the unorthodox quacks. Mm -hmm. Like, we're the ones who are just... Wanting to work with what Mother Nature already gave us. We already have this built-in mechanism to fight against viruses and diseases, and, and we know the basics of it. No. Yeah, Just I mean, forget all that. Eat your Krispy Kreme and take the brown pill. I would never I mean, want the brown pill. Some, some old-school red eyes here, but, uh, I mean, pharmacopoeia, right? That was, wasn't that uh, was it related to, was it like a dark spell or something? What was the meaning of that? I got to look it up. There was like some kind of etymological root of uh, pharmacopoeia which was kind of interesting overall remember these are these are the newcomers on the stage right these these showed up in, in some regards some of this work started maybe late 1800s but uh, early to mid 1900s is really when they kicked in and, and and yes it was families like the rockefellers that came in and just you know took over they they uh, targeted and harassed people who had homeopathic practices the old yeah. ways if you will that we used to have as a people were thrown out for the favor of just doing like strictly just like chemical uh you know uh, uh you know sw switching out basically the remedies that we had usually rockefeller done. foundation was a big rockefeller part foundation. of that i mean it's just a fact i mean these things were there's some good videos on it still um both on youtube but but look at other sources too um there's I an mean, agenda Mer i mean Merck <laughs> has a literally Merck has a history of of injecting aids uh aids viruses in their in the, some of their putting aids viruses in their vaccines and shit like this a can cancer was another one i think uh, i forget which one company was that they've all like done shady stuff like that but Merck is like a really oh yeah dirty company. Horrible. in fact there were there were even i forget which company it was but one of them even stopped producing the kind of medications that that uh 
that you can be sued by and, and strictly went over to doing vaccines because you're you're exempt. immune, you're exempt, yeah. you're, um, wh what's lawsuits. the um, word the Bill yeah, Gates using again? Uh, Inemnable, inemnable was the word yeah. he used, yeah, I forget, I I forget what, what the word was. But he wants these companies, to, and they are, many of them are already, they, they're completely off the hook if anything happens, especially now when they wheel out this new Oops, software update. we killed you know. a million people. Oh, Oops, well, we made you sick. Sorry, and... you can't sue us for anything, right? So, yeah. yeah. I mean, look at the logo there, too, on the Merck, Merck's Ugh, logo. It's isn't just it like, like an hourglass? Like, time is running out? Yeah, you're right. It's, it's literally there. the, I mean, the, the hourglass is like the symbol of Saturn, right? Yeah. Kronos, time. The, 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 he comes with a scythe to cut off, you know, your lifeline, and basically. brown? Like, who likes brown? <laughs> brown <laughs> pill. That's interesting. A red pill, it's blue chocolate. pill, brown yeah, pill. Right. I, I don't know. It's just very strange. Just like, um, so, yeah, what was it called again? The... Uh, active ingredient was uh yeah it was some name i couldn't pronounce molinipovir here it is yeah, yeah. molnupivir mol yeah molnupiravir <laughs> uh, if you can't pronounce it you probably shouldn't put it in your yeah, body no. uh look it up um yeah i thought this okay. was a joke i thought this was something out of an onion you know so uk ministers are considering asking citizens to send their temperature in every day using this nhs app you help control coronavirus. And I, as soon as I saw this, I said, well, at least it's not an anal swab yet. <laughs> I'm it's sure coming. that's coming. They'll get to that. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're going to get to a point in the UK, it's so tyrannical there, where you can't leave your house for anything ever mm -hmm. without asking for permission from the government. You have to yeah. check with them first via this app. Uh, unless, of course, uh, you're um, uh, Muslim, and yeah, then you, you, can, get, of and you, you can stand in front of the uh, any school and protest in whatever kind white. of numbers. You know, if, if you're white, <laughs> permanent lockdown um, for you. You will not be able to do anything, basically, right? Is, and anyway, uh, sorry to interrupt, but did you see? We haven't shown that, but did you see some of the footage that were coming out? There was a protest just a few days ago, like a week ago now, maybe in Bristol, that turned kind of like violent and stuff like that. One of them was some SJW bullshit. I forget what it was, where cops were completely hands off. They didn't do anything. They let them just uh, destroy property and burn police cars and all that stuff. And then there was a, a there was actually quite a few European countries here. This is about a week ago. We, we, we should cover some of this in the Weekend Warrior show. Um, all, all kinds of European countries were coming out for, you know, for freedom demonstrations against mm -hmm. the lockdowns and all that stuff. And in many countries like uh, uh, Holland or Netherlands and the UK, the police were just they were brutal against these people and, and just uh, beating them down and stuff yeah. for daring to be out. I mean, That's this right. is the double standard now. Yep. So it's basically just it's being used against uh, Europeans. Yeah, the worst. <laughs> they're the ones that get the to everything. Yeah, um, of course. Every, uh, everyone else can pro just like in you know the summer of uh, rage with George Floyd here. You know, yep. That's same right. thing. They get a pass. Well, the thing Crazy. about this is we've had viruses all the time and people die from the flu every year. They were never asking for temperature checks. It wasn't an issue until now. It's this made-up no, no. issue because they're finding all these different ways that they can use it and control people and, and push their agenda. Yep, yep, that's right. Polkish um, Farmer with the Ninja Genie, thanks so much for that, says Tennessee is a good state to live in semi-based people around here. That's Tennessee's good, that's good nice. Know. We used to live down in the south. Yeah, yeah, we know some people in Tennessee. They're getting hammered by some uh, immigration. James Edwards is down there. Immigration, of course, in the main uh, cities, mm -hmm. though, demographic-wise, yep. but there's some lovely sure. places in the mountains. Yeah. Um, was it? Uh, no, that was Georgia that I cover. Polk County, the guy who was sort of asked for um, uh, putting a trailer on his own property to homestead. Did you see that? I covered that. In I didn't the latest, see it, but that's uh, uh, the, it's outrageous. The weeks before that, the yeah. no goes on was crazy at the end of the show. Um, 
Mike Forster with a diamond says, and I thought being brown pilled meant a full national socialist. <laughs> I guess not. Merck, brown Merck covered that. Unless it's some, isn't Merck some German company? So there's some, there's some, uh, some evil Nazi plot with a brown pill, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? We'll see how that, <laughs> what happens with that. Uh, Glenn the Chinaman with the diamond. Hey, uh, before DLive shut down, shut it down again. And then it gives a couple of diamonds. Thank you so much for that. By the way, I have um, your little koala. I found that at a store the other day. <laughs> that was great. He sent a yeah. really cool koala. Yeah, thank you for that, by the way. Yeah, um, not a real koala, but you know. Yeah, cute, can you send a real one next time, please? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> like, can you say live, uh, live cargo? <laughs> thank you, Glenn. Good to see you. He sends one, two, three, uh, four, five diamonds. Thank you for that, sir. Nice. Appreciate it. Uh, Salasver gives a one-month sub to Flynn Photo. Thank you for that, and also to Philip Kolberg. Uh, thank you for that, sir. Dozirock Dose, with the diamond. Thank you. Bob the Barbarian with the diamond says, Florida here. We've never been locked down at all. Yeah, yeah some Florida's of the good, too. Saw some yeah. of the footage of the, the crazy shit happening in uh, Miami. Well, Miami's kind of lost. Stuff, but yeah. uh, holy smokes, did you see some of that? No, I didn't. Uh, I guess we could play it in Weekend Warrior, but there was some... Uh, I heard about it, though. There was some, uh, some uh, escape from the zoo. <laughs> Dive in... <laughs> Dive Insurgent, I think it is. Divi Divine Insurgent. Th I think I've read that wrong every time. Divine Insurgent with a Ninjagini. Thank you for that. It says, once again, equality is an empty concept to the wokest cult. People who get vaccinated get priority. Yeah, and, and despite that, they've said, oh, they, oh we, well. we're, we're not going to discriminate if you haven't gotten a vaccine or can't take it or won't take it and stuff like that. The EU Parliament said this, but I doubt it. There will be, there's, there's yeah. going to be some massive punishment for those who don't follow suit. Yeah. Um, thank you for that. And White Moose First with a Ninja Guinea as well says, uh, who needs forced diversity? Now there's a pill to make everyone brown. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if there's any, I wonder if they, I wonder if they have any concept of like when they, dis, I mean, I know that I, I guess it's just a headline, right? Calling it the brown pill, but you know, that if the that red gets, pill, the yeah, blue if that pill, gets popularized the in the media, then like, yeah. oh, what color should I, I it be? I thought that you know? right away too. They're right. like, they're, they're up to something. The brown we pill. <laughs> we can't do this. We can't do that. Who knows what they do, right? Uh, anyway, one of the, yeah, one of the last ones here on the uh, COVID thing before we leave that is that Robert Red, Redfield, who's the former uh, head of CDC under Trump, um, Talked with CNN, where he now all of a sudden came out and talked about how he believes that COVID-19 came from a Wuhan lab. So mm. totally fine when they do it, right? They're 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 obligated, they're, they're obliged to have these opinions. They can have it. They don't they, they don't get banned and censored. Of course, sure, some of it, you know, other people are putting it down or whatever. But here's what he um, said about that. So let's listen to this here. Most likely, uh, etiology of this pathogen in Wuhan was a, from a laboratory. Um, you know, escaped. Uh, the other people don't believe that. That's fine. Science will eventually figure it out. It's not unusual for respiratory pathogens that are being worked on in a laboratory to infect the laboratory worker. He would know, right? Mm -hmm. um, so then it's just, a, I guess, a text version of the rest here. But uh, yeah, so he believes it's that. And, and science won't figure it out, though, if, sil if science is being, well, silenced, but also if it's being um, in inhibited if it's not being honest, right? If there's agendas and stuff like that. Oh, here's more. Let's see what it says here. I have spent my life in virology. I do not believe this somehow came from a bat to a human. And at that moment in time, the virus that came to the human became one of the most infectious viruses that we know in humanity for human to human transmission. Okay, interesting. 
Um, so I think it's also maybe CNN does it to kind of throw shade at like he, you know, he was part of the Trump administration. He's a crazy guy. Yeah, exactly. Um, he thinks. Don't this. believe that. I think there were some comments immediately by um, Fauci and stuff. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, I don't believe that. And Fauci, of course, would be the one who covered it up because he's the one who actually funded <laughs> the work on ferrets um, through uh, Alliance uh, Health Associates. I think it was called New York City Company. We covered it a couple of weeks ago. Um, about three to the tune of about three million dollars, uh, the Obama administration wanted to dump what they call gain of uh, gain of function research, uh, which is to kind of try to be competitive with the virus and stay ahead. So they intentionally mutated themselves, so that if it breaks out and, and a version of that virus comes out, usually a more mellow version of it is already you know is mm -hmm. first out of uh, out of the gate so to speak, and then they are already ahead of being able to beat that virus because they've already themselves made it worse. That's they've right. mutated it and kind of, That's you know. Right. But anyway, they got dodgy about the kind of research and said, well, why are we doing this? This seems shady. So they said, okay, we, we got to do away with this. We're not doing this anymore. So Fauci decided to pay a company to go over to China. And in fact, they were doing that research at Wuhan uh, Institute of Virology. So it's uh, the links are, are there for sure, you know. Um, okay. Should we do the Suez yeah. Suez Canal, the 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 port, the port, the uh, the uh, man-made uh, canal that was built in I think 1912. I think it was completed. I think it was started in 18 something. Uh, goes along, goes through Egypt, and it's one Massive. of the most important uh, trade routes here in in the world. Is basically now blocked because a, a ship, supposedly we're hearing in bad weather. Uh, got uh, got stuck. We have uh, some uh, photos from this too here. It's called the what was it the ever um, the ever the ever evergreen. given no ever. I know it says evergreen on that, which I I don't know, but they, in the articles uh, the ship is called ever given. Um, it's probably a bunch of cheap crap going to Walmart on there too. Yeah, possibly an abrupt start. Uh, starboard turn rather in the Atlantic Ocean is the perfect illustration of the trade disruption caused by the blockage of one of the world's most important waterways. The Marlin Santorini, a tanker capable of carrying one million barrels of oil, switched destinations from the Suez Canal, turned south, and appears to be heading around Africa. The the, the uh, what is it called again? The uh, Cape. The Horn. The Cape Horn, is yeah, it? Yeah, I Cape Horn, so. which is a, a treacherous body of water, too, by the way, right there. Um, the diversion could add about 6,000 miles to the ship's journey and something like $300,000 in fuel cost. But it is just one of hundreds of individual setbacks suffered this week by vessels that carry everything from raw materials to finished goods around the world. Swedish furniture giant IKEA <laughs> and the yellow bulldozer maker Caterpillar Inc. are among the many international companies facing supply chain headaches. That's to put it milder here. Delaying wind farms uh, or the crisis is booing natural gas prices in Europe, delaying wind farms in Asia and can soon hit your instant coffee. Oh, no, not, not my instant coffee. Good thing we don't coffee. drink that. B bad coffee. Um, with the container ship ever given likely to remain stuck in the Suez Canal until next week, and it could be longer too, by the way, it's only the start of the rearranging of global trade. And, Joy you know, of globalism. Part that of we me, ship things in from across the world. You yeah. know, just make it local. Now How the, is that so hard? You know, it's, it's, there's a lot of reasons for this. It is what it is now, but it, what's 
frightening about this too is is not only the dependency of the supply chain and how it's been built up, but we and I remember mentioning mentioning this too. We covered it in one of our um, one of the shows we did. How everything arrives just in time, right? It just you you a company just get the supplies so they can produce what they need and ship it out, right? And then when that's shipped out, those companies or people that get that use that, right? It's mm -hmm. not a we don't have stockpiles, we don't have you know warehouses. Some things we have, but not much, right? It's just it just arrives just in time, and then you do it. So slight disruption like this. I mean, COVID has already have a, a, a setback in itself in production stuff, like uh, that. especially American manufacturing. So this, exactly. Huge. So this is another, you know, huge uh, potential hurdle in this process too, where we could have effects. Um, even if it just takes a couple of weeks, the effects of this could be vast. Look, at the, I think it's something like was it three hundred ships or something like that right now? They're like waiting in the Gulf of, uh, of Suez to come to come in and, and to go through the canal, and they don't know how long it's going to take or anything like that. And I won't continue reading here a little bit because it's interesting. Um, if it can be resumed in a week, it will be horrible," said Mark Ma, the owner of Sea Bay International Freight Forwarding Limited, a company that handles Chinese goods sold on platforms such as Amazon Inc. Now, this might not be such a bad thing long term. <laughs> don't yeah. get me wrong; it, it's, it's short term. This could be, you know, catastrophic for all the systems that depend on this kind of shipping, you know, supply lines and all that stuff. And long term effects, we don't know yet, but. This is a, as you said, Lon. I just and you, you kind of beat the punch, beat me to the punch that like that. This is the most important realization that we have to have when it comes to we can't have these international trade routes in this way. You, you, sure, you can trade with other countries, but you can't have this and dependency also for a few, on China for, for a few specialized things. Okay, I get it. You're bringing something in from mm -hmm. across the world, and you don't have to uh, transport in a million people, whatever, for that one thing. Yeah. but like. A lot of the things America used to make, Europe used to make, it's right there, you know, that's the problem. We don't do that anymore. We're reliant on, you know, this communist country clear across the world now. The Sickening. capitalist communist Zio country. Yeah, um, exactly. And it says here, and it has 20 to 30 containers on the ship waiting in transit at the canal. We will see freight fares spike again. The products are delayed. Containers can't return to China. and We can't deliver more goods. The crisis is... Uh, comes rather as companies have already battling the strain of adopting supply chains to cope with a pandemic-related e-commerce boom. COVID-19 regulations at ports are slowing the passage of some products. While consumers and companies have weathered these problems, the Swiss incident promises fresh headwinds and higher costs in the weeks ahead, particularly in Europe. PNF Industries, incorporated U.S. maker of pneumonia, uh, pneumatic hand tools, sorry, Said the Suez shutdown exacerbates delays to trade that have caused the firm to add six to eight weeks to expected delivery times. I mean, it's it's this cascading yeah. effect, right? Of like, the tools can't be sent out, which means production companies can't do this, and that, then we can't do this, and you can't build enough, and you you know, it's just like all these things are hinging on this, right? I've referenced this that the the Bronze Age collapse. I've referenced that many times, and it seems that what started that was essentially a. A, a a collapse in the trade network that the, one link in the in the very delicate trading um link chain that was there at that time broke and for what when we don't know why or what where it broke first but it felt like dominoes after that which led to all these you know cascading kind of effects and i've said it feels like we're there it's so you know insecure it's so teetering on the on That's the edge why i think you know? it's just a, it's a good thing to in general just stock up on important things now while you can while it's easy while, no while there's the preppers now I'll no tell you while that. there's no mad dash and while it's affordable it's good to do those things now just, just in case it's funny yeah. my uh, russian 
grandparents always did that because they lived through communism. You know, I remember opening up the closet like whoa what is all this toilet paper it's always toilet paper you know just like ton- <laughs> well, like, i have a story about that here yeah, too and tons of other bit. supplies and things like that and yeah. and i remember being as a kid i kind of thought different but then yeah you know, i got used to it. Look, i learned why look at this photo here too now now some people say that this is like you know intentional and it was it's a gay op or something or like there was and i don't know so far right but what we've seen so far is very little action now of course don't get me wrong there's you, you know, one, don't just walk into Mordor, you know, you, you can't just like these are, this is the size of the Empire State Building or the, the length of it, right? You, do, you look at this little digger standing there trying to dig loose. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> You're the, right. It's a tiny the, uh, excavator. Like, okay. Uh, you know, the, what is that? It's the, lost. The stern? No, the stern is in the back. Why right? don't but, they bring out the big, the well, big tools? What Come exactly? On. Uh, you Just know, they're, dig they're that trying. Shit out of there. You know, look at this. Here's a here's a video about this. Here, let's uh, check this out first. So we have a couple of things on this. It's kind of interesting. Two of my okay. Here we go. Stuck in the Zwiz. Two of my colleagues are at the scene now at the Suez Canal, just meters from the ship, and they're sending us these photos and video that give some idea of the size of the ship and the scale of the problem. The Ever Given container ship is longer than the canal is wide. It towers over the palm trees. The ship just behind it, the dredger Mashur, looks like a toy. Those crates may look like Lego blocks in the photos, but each of them is the size of a regular truck. The blockage is holding up 280 ships at last count. Some ships are already deciding to divert around the southern tip of Africa a long and expensive route. In the area nearby, people are coming out to have a curious look. It's a beautiful, clear day at the canal today with calm waters, unlike the day the ship got stuck when it was windy with sand thick in the air. You can see in the images the suction dredger that they are hoping will help get the thing out. But for now, it's clear that it's well and truly wedged in. All right, so that's kind of a little quick summary for you there. Uh, there's another article there from Bloomberg too. <clears throat> Ships divert from canal, inflation risks emerge. Uh, the blockage of the Suez Canal is wrecking havoc on global seaborne trade, raising the prospects of higher inflation with more ships ferrying cargoes and commodities forced to divert. Like, right, just what we need, right? Uh, and and that's why it feels like this. Did, someone, did someone do this? Exactly. Like, did they, did just, they they're hell bent that? on like the Great Reset and just shut yeah. it. Remember, we covered that about uh, absolute zero. We, everything needs to go to zero. We need no production or anything. Yeah. And, and it's like I know, but we'll just ram a ship into the Suez Canal. I, I'm, I'm not necessarily against that of, of limiting and controlling and all this this insane. But whenever they're controlling it, you know, there's some other. There's others in, in other purpose, right? There, there's it's basically to rearrange rearrange the chains around your wrists right that's what, that's what it's for and it's like if you have a little bit of material comfort here and there not necessarily a bad idea to to you know come up against what it means to lose that for a little bit and mm-hmm. maybe this is a little a little hint a little flavor a taste of of what could happen if if and when it really kind of hits the fan right anyway uh the so they say here a special dredger has also been deployed uh, to the f- to free the vessel that has been stuck in the key waterways for days. Natural gas prices have increased and food supply chains may be affected if the blockage persists. We have the same co- uh, comment here by Ma- Mark Ma, the owner of that Chinese company that we read before. The pileup of ships is creating another setback for global supply chains already strained by the e-commerce boom linked to the pandemic we talked about there. Uh, here's some of the uh, you know highlights from the story. So an oil tanker uh, have di- been diverted and may be the first to do so. We, we mentioned that one. Food supply chain faces risks. Uh, ever given, it's always with names too. I, I remember the, 
remember the Somali pirates and all that stuff? And they started mm. taking, I think it was Matisk, uh oil cargo, oil tankers and stuff like that. You looked at the names of some of these ships. It was anyway. It was it was weird. But ever ever given. Yeah. Know, it's just anyway. Ever given's owner plans to float vessels Saturday. The container ship could carry almost one billion of cargo. I just says work to dislodge the ship will take until at least middle of next week. There's currently Dutch uh, shipping and engineers involved. We'll play a clip here in a moment uh, where they talk about this. Uh, who who has reached out? I guess to Egyptian authorities to try Damn to white people. help them. Right. Yeah. Work to dislodge the ship will take a little, uh, middle of next week. Almost 240 vessels, as we said, have been queued up, rising from a 186 Wednesday, according to Bloomberg. Uh, and then, of course, why it's so important. We never go through that. We've talked about that. But all the, again, cascading events uh, uh, that could come from this. And just as you said, New York Post, again, with a goddamn toilet paper. <laughs> the, watch out, toilet paper it's shortage. always this is that. The, this was the giveaway, like the the... the the trigger for the like COVID nineteen when that hit too, it was like TP. the first thing that ran out was <laughs> your ability to wipe your ass. <laughs> then um, the only thing that's left is the uh, recycled BPA ridden <laughs> toilet paper. Let me play. The, there were some interesting things in here actually. I think it's from France twenty four. The New York Post took a couple of things, but uh, check this out here. Tugboats tugging, heavy earth moving equipment digging, but so far no luck. The ever-given ship blocking the Suez Canal has not budged an inch. On Thursday, Dutch firm Smith Salvage and Japan's Nippon Salvage met with Egyptian and Suez officials, hoping to devise a plan to refloat the giant container ship. Egyptian authorities say navigation should resume within 72 hours. However, salvage experts so. warn the shutdown could do last days or even weeks. If it is uh, several weeks or even more, yeah, sure, that will have a, that will have a big impact, uh, but also on, on any other port in uh, northwestern Pristine. Let's say, I'll tell you this. If you want to get shit done with shipping, <clears throat> you go to, to, to Denmark, like with Maersk, mm -hmm. or you go to like the port of Holland. Rotterdam in yeah, Holland yeah, uh, to get they shit know. sorted out. They, they know how to do this Europe stuff. for that matter. The economic fallout has already been immense. The Suez Canal is one of the world's busiest trade routes for oil and consumer products like car parts, furniture and textiles. Lloyd's List estimates that the blockage has put brakes on 8 billion euros of goods passing through the canal every day. Currently, over 140 cargo ships are obstructed on either side in the Mediterranean and Red Sea, and the blockage will now potentially force them to reroute around the southern tip of Africa, adding nearly 10,000 kilometers to the journey. Evergreen Marine Corps, the Taiwan-based company that operates the Panama-flagged ship, said strong winds from a sandstorm had overcome the Ever Given as it entered the canal. The megaship, which is longer than the Empire State Building, wedged diagonally across the entire canal on Tuesday. Experts have determined that the ship swiveled as a result of coming too close to the bank, displacing the shallow water around it. All right, interesting. Oh, huh? man. Jesus, all right. By the mm, way, so we'll isn't any goes. toilet paper made in the West? I thought it was made in the West. Like, people, it's being made. It's, and... Again, it's about the raw materials to it, right? Well, trees, about... like, plenty of well, trees. Well, you know, we can't, you know, the, 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 all the environmental things that we have, we need, you know, we need China to produce synthetic uh, pulp for us, and then we ship that in, in, in these big uh, blocks in containers. Uh, seriously, I, I don't know, but they're so, it's so interconnected, all the global trade right now mess so they, they were going through the the toilet paper shit again there. <laughs> uh but uh, russia is looking to uh take a different route this has actually been in the works in for some time which is kind of interesting the arctic route mm. 
obviously it wouldn't be applicable maybe to to some of the countries in like the southern hemisphere and things like that but so for the north it's good for the north it's been very good there's been actually this uh battle if you will to kind of take claim and take territory and certain trade routes and things like that and of course i personally i'm not a believer in it, it definitely on anthropogenic global warming but they've been trying to claim that like oh as the, as the climate gets warmer you'll have new um, routes and things opening up, mm. especially up in the in the in the north, in the Ultima Thule. We'll have to see uh, if that becomes true or not. But uh, anyway, they have been promoting an Arctic Sea route as a, as an option uh, to the Block Suez Canal. So we'll follow up on that and see uh, when and if they actually do do something about it or or decide to go in that uh, in that direction. So yeah, uh, potential problems uh, with this in the wake. So we wanted to make you aware of that that uh, it could uh, could turn nasty because of. I mean, think about it. One. It's not a small ship, but like one ship lodged in the wrong place, and like the global just economic system just shuts down. <laughs> that's how weak it that's is. How we, that's, that's how, how fragile, fragile it is. Yeah. Uh, no, got to go back to local, smaller yeah. and more local. I agree. Ugh, even um, this national stuff, like thinking about big America, is just going across the country is hard enough, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Robothink with the diamonds says happy Friday. Thank you to you, sir. Uh, same to you. Happy Friday. Pew Pew Bear, uh, triple five with a diamond. Thank you. White Moose first uh, with a diamond as well. Rabbi Ponzi Stein with a diamond says, can the silver squeeze mentally, <laughs> mentality, sorry, mentally, can the silver squeeze mentally sink the ship? Um, uh, can the silver squeeze mentality sink the system? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think, yes, I think so, bottom line. I think there's a lot more moving parts to that and components, but but essentially, yes, because if people decide to cooperate and, and, and move uh, to the benefit of, of the people as opposed to the, the elite, yeah, we can sink anything. It's, it's largely up to people just sitting on their hands, um, on their ass, expecting everyone else to do it for them. And there's no organization. We've lost that ability. That's why they want us uh, dumb and docile and dependent and weak and uh, sick and all these kinds of stuff. Because if we're capable, good, upstanding, um, moral, truth-seeking individuals that do the right thing way. and work hard, then there's nothing we can't achieve. And they don't like that, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you, Rabbi. I appreciate that. White moves first with a diamond. Thank you. Uh, did you have any entropy? Uh, uh, yeah, Jimmy Fallis. Fauci's wife is a bioethicist. You just can't make this up. Her husband makes Jack Kevorkian look like a good Samaritan. Now, a bioethicist assists uh, the healthcare and research community in examining moral issues involved in our understanding of life and death and resolving ethical dilemmas in medicine and science. Uh, interesting. Is it okay if we kill people for the greater good? Oh, okay, <laughs> I don't know. It could be. I guess you could spin it in that way. What was yeah. it? I heard I heard that discussion somewhere, kind of in like in a, you know, in a, in a, in a serious way. They were like, is it, can we, can we do that? Isn't that, is, you know, is that okay? Yeah. I forget what that was. I should have taken down that clip, but yeah, there's... Uh, uh, and it was basically, well, we're not saying that, but if someone was saying that, is it okay to kill people because, you know, we, we have to because of, you know, the environment or whatever. And it also kind of reminds me of that recent article about, uh, we talked about Weekend Warrior, about Genghis Khan was the greenest invader mm -hmm. ever. Turns out it was good that he slaughtered a bunch of Europeans because, you know, uh, the environment. <laughs> my my global, uh, my, my yeah. uh, the global carbon footprint. footprint. Yeah, Car outrageous. Carbon footprint. Yeah, I mean, that's oh, where it's it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I was, I remember. I remember now. I, I it was the um, utopia, the 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 clip that I played. That's right. That's where I. That's where I, the recollection of that discussion that they were having. I never showed you that. Maybe, maybe if there's time later, we can we can end with that or something. Did you ever see that the utopia clip they were talking about all the? Mm -mm. 
basically like a veiled, the veiled COVID plot and like, you know, a, fa a fake disease to get everybody to take a vaccine and all that kind of stuff. Um, all right. So let's uh, let's switch over to this one real quick. So plug. Kind of related to, you know, the shutdown of like industry, you know, total absolute zero, that program in the UK. Uh, they're doing it in the, in the U.S. too, and of course, uh, massive you know infrastructure programs that Biden has in mind and all that stuff. The new White House, uh, they'll probably never achieve any of it. Uh, but part of it is to make it more kind of like like Europe, and you know, Sweden has been a kind of a taxing everything, in this. taxing death. everything, just massive increases on on goods and things that you basically want to see people not use anymore, even if it's like detrimental to to the country, to the people, or whatever. So uh, Pete Buttigieg says that the Biden administration is considering taxing drivers by the mile to fund their three trillion climate friendly infrastructure <laughs> proposal. Um, so he I, I forget, but I, I realized that he was he was uh, selected as uh, Biden's transportation oh, secretary. Uh -huh. He knows about how transport things in a certain place. Yeah, that was a joke there, but I, I, it, it goes beyond me. No, wait, no, this they just want to tax Ramming everything. things in, in one direction. <laughs> These people want to tax absolutely everything, even breathing. And they pretty much are folks. People just don't pay attention how many taxes that we pay. But this particular thing reminds me of Sweden. Mm -hmm. Exactly. The yeah, congestion yeah. tax and all that you pay entering into certain cities. Mm -hmm. And that's basically what they're doing here. And this is also a plot, I think, to penalize people living in the countryside and remote places. Right. Part of the Agenda 21 or Agenda 2030 thing that's going on, like getting yeah. everyone to live in these high rise gulags in the middle of the city, um, you know, just working from home, not having a car. It's all part of that. Let me see here. Let me just I was quickly just Googling here. Uh, the price of gas right now in Sweden is, is this correct here? Maybe Sweden's in the chat, 31 crowns average. Might be lower a little bit. Now, this of course, they Google don't do by gallon. They Let me do, just by, do by liter. Oh, yeah, you have to do that too. But um, uh, I remember when the... we were there, let's see, your brother had a big SUV and to fill that puppy was like, it was several years ago, 120 bucks he paid to fill that. Mm -hmm. um, a little Volvo, we, we paid like $70, $80 to fill Yeah, so that. It's, right now it's per liter, and we'll do the liter conversion here in a moment, but right now, if the, if the, these numbers are correct right now, current, uh, it's $3.61 per liter, right? And so how many liters do, in a gallon? Um, Anyone know? How many liters, liters in a gallon? Liters to gallons, what do we have here? One liter is 0 0.2 gallons. So what is that? Not, <laughs> do, do not a whole, that's that. not a whole lot. No, 0 0.2 gallons. So to get to one gallon, you would have to do that. It's basically what, by four, right? Am I doing the math right on that? Three, 361 for a liter and then do that times four, about times four. Is that correct? Because it's 0 0.26. So that, that's almost, you know, a quarter. Um, so, so something in the, what, $10? Range something like that. Yeah, I think that's about ten dollar right. range uh, per a gallon. Uh, U.S. Uh, well, dry gallon is what four point four liters. Yeah, approximately right. four. So. Someone says five and stuff like that. I'll do a better breakdown. But but the point is anyway. This I didn't mean to talk about this, but I, I just reminded me that like this these these are the patterns that they're following. This yeah. these Nordic countries that do certain moves basically to, to tax their, yeah tax the people to death and they can't make a move. They want to. It's a way to disincentivize you from using. If they don't want you to use a car, they don't ban the car. They just make it so hard for you, unaffordable. You can't, like you, you, can't, can't, you can't pay for the gas. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like, okay, well now, guess what, Goy? Now you have to take the train, and, and you have to sit on this train is... with a bunch of uh, you know 
Yeah, so a bunch of people that love you for being Swedish. Oh, exactly. And meanwhile, elites will be just fine. They'll be able to pay all these uh, high fees and taxes and all that. Yeah. It's the little guys that always suffer. I know. It's crazy. So um, so anyway, yeah, federal gasoline taxes have failed to keep up with the demand for infrastructure projects. Mileage tax could get a driver, uh, could get drivers of electrical vehicles that are proliferating. Joe Biden's... um, uh, roll out of his uh, rolls out his infrastructure plan on Wednesday in Pittsburgh, and I think this is the coming Wednesday here too. So we'll have to look at that. But uh, yeah, so uh, Mr. Buttplug is uh, the guy <laughs> spearheading this mileage tax. Now we have some crazy, and this is, I guess, would I would assume be be national then, right? Uh, let me just read a bit. He floated that idea days before President Biden is set to head to Pittsburgh to make a pitch for a three trillion dollar infrastructure plan with proposals to fix roads and bridges while also funding social infrastructure of to course. fund to fund for pre-K um, pre-K programs and childcare. The money's never going to go where you think it's going to go where no, they no, say no. it's going it's going to go to all these bullshit programs and all these, you know, elites and whatever other plans they have always. Uh he floated the uh, sorry, the tax on miles uh on miles is a way to get around the shortages in the nation's highway trust fund which gets funded by taxes on gasoline. The form uh, of user, uh, the, for, the form of user fee doesn't adequately get at the increase uh, of electrical vehicles. I, I mean, my brain's not working on that sentence. Is weird. Uh, levies on gasoline and diesel sales pay for improvements to roads and mass transit in the United States. But if more drivers shift towards elect- electrical vehicles, that revenue stream will become less reliable, but plug said. You know what? So, How about you stop funding all this foreign aid, this money to Israel, money for these wars, even this trillion-dollar COVID relief program? It's like this much actually went to American workers. It went yeah. to everybody else. All this waste and spending or tax just up to here all the time. It just makes me angry. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Yeah, Lord Aragon said here, uh, 3.78 liters per gallon, Henrik. Yeah, so almost almost times four, not quite. But yeah, you'd be you'd be in somewhere in the ten dollar yeah, range. Yeah, eight, eight, eight bucks probably a gallon. Ooh, yeah, crazy. I mean it's, it's a lot, you know. And California is heading there. Yeah. <laughs> California's already yeah. Do, California. Uh, yeah, speaking of California, here. this was in in 2019. A lot of people didn't know this, but uh, there was a new code that was passed in Sacramento, California, that prevents. Home mechanics and car enthusiasts from performing complicated repairs. So basically, they're passing new codes so that you can't do repairs on your own vehicle mm-hmm. because it's for your safety, right? It's always for your safety. Yeah. Uh, the complicated repairs, which they define as jobs, which would leave the vehicle inoperable for more than 24 hours. Well, there's a lot of things that can make the car not work while you're changing out a part. A lot of uh, car enthusiasts have detailed this. So they want you to be fully dependent on these uh, professionals, right? While they regulate the crap out of everything. They tax everything. I mean, even in speaking of Sweden, they have these car checks. I know Virginia had that too. You have to go get your car checked like you're this little kid and do your windshield wipers work and are your blinkers working? And then, of course, you have to pay a tax and a fee and get these tags. They don't want you to be self-reliant and and Mm -hmm. self-sufficient. But I was thinking about in Sacramento with this. What about Mexicans? They have like five cars in their yard at a time that are being worked on like forever. So is that going to, is someone going to come arrest them because it's now against the code? Uh, in addition to this in California, the governor also wanted to ban, or is trying to ban the sale of gas powered cars by 2035. Mm-hmm. I remember that. But there's nothing there to replace it. What, bikes? 
like they're gonna bike to work. Well, I mean, just, electrical vehicles. But those, all these, that's yeah. toxic too, and hard to make. Yeah, but it's and all the about appearances. The, you know that, right? It's it, absurd. It, it's not about the environment. It's about control and limiting you. And again, like if you can't get your electricity in that in some way, then while well, I have control. But also part of this is that I feel is that the, the many of these new cars are. Uh, I forget what the term is. I remember in Sweden when they started coming out, they were we have a word called a plumbier. Right? It's it's like it's, it's sealed in, right? Like there's a you have to be professional to kind of open. It's so much computer oh, and electronic yeah, anyway yeah. to begin with, right? But you can't you just do like to, you can't you just get, hack it. Right? You, no, you can, even if you know mechanics, you can't get to those parts in some of these new cars and stuff. And it's like again, it's a they design you out of being able owner. to fix your own yeah, stuff that like, you own. And I know that sure they're getting more advanced and all this kind of stuff. I I, I get that too, right? Um, but it, there's other layers to this. It's too. Like they really just don't want people to know how to do stuff for themselves. No, that it, that's the end goal here. Exactly. And also they want to end this uh, tough white guy and big tr in a big truck days. You know what I mean? They they don't like that. These tough guys and these big like, trucks driving the, around uh, getting things like, like they that, uh, they want to like ban that because it it's right wing extremism. That, these big uh, trucks. election commercial where there was like this pickup truck driving exactly. around with a Confederate flag chasing on white some little kids black around. kid or something. I forget what state. Like, I think it was like wasn't it wasn't it someone in like Virginia? Or something? It was in the South. Yeah, someone in the South. Like after Charlottesville or Georgia yeah. or something. Like, anyway, whatever. It's really become um, like this stereotype of the Trump supporter and the the guy in the big truck and yeah, he knows how to fix things. Can you imagine they look down on guys who know how to fix things and do things like some form yeah, well, again, of extremism? Yeah, we talked about we talked about that like dependency. You gotta have you gotta have people weak and and eat uh, your soy and hire hire a real man to do stuff for right? you. So a star pilot said in chat earlier here 24 percent uh, of every USD goes to the military. Speaking about like what they could do if they wanted to actually help the American people. Um, Statista again. There's always yeah. remember the, do the dark. Um, Black black budgets. There's things like this oh, too yeah. fly, fly, flying around, right? Trillions lost, right? There's all these stories we, we've covered over the years. But at least in officials here, an official number, uh, U.S. military spending from 2000 to 2019 uh, in billion in billions of dollars. So 2019 here was 718 billion. It's crazy. It's crazy how much waste in spending. There's more and they just always want to increase the tax. Nine, ten, eleven. Interesting. Okay, but uh, yeah, it actually decreased a little bit under, I guess, the late term or but or no, no, actually even under Trump, it remained a little bit lower, and then it took pick up to picked up a bit. Oh, in it's going to pick again. up. All right, it always does. But speaking um, of California, I just want to yeah. say they want to ban natural gas in new homes. You know, because we're all going to die in 14 years and climate change and it all that. 12, but so they 10 want, now. Okay, 12. So they want to ban natural gas in all new homes starting in 2023. Now, I used to li live in California a long time ago. A lot of the older, cooler places, they all had the, the gas range, which I love cooking with that. so much better than electric. But it's an expansion of the state's uh, first-in-the-nation mandates. They want to require solar panels on uh, all new homes. And yeah. making yeah. those is, uh, is difficult, too, by the way, and not exactly a... a fully clean process so the energy commission now plans to ban natural gas for home heating and hot water a code update that would take effect in 2023 they want all electric new construction but where does all this electricity <laughs> is that going to come from because it's not going to come from those windmills and it? and no more you know coal power plants they, again that's what i'm saying they have this pipe dream of what they want to to replace it but There's much of the technology is not there now i mean reason I, i'm I mean, I'm not super pro like nuclear power and all that stuff. I know that there's a massive consequence. I watched a 
Danish documentary called Into Eternity, which was, you know, showed you the endeavor that it takes for, for Storing mankind collectively yeah. to like store these things for millions of years. And it's the quite toxic waste. harrowing <laughs> yeah. and quite like, whoa, shit. Like the, Freaky. I mean, the concept, it was like they were, they were going to Finland. And of course, it's like the, you know, Nordic countries doing this kind of shit, right? Like super responsible and like why other countries are just like, eh, pull it in the trash. Uh, but um, they were like drilling down, you know, like in these, um, you know, zigzag pattern way deep into a mountain and stuff like that. And then they said, we we have to we have to think that sometime in the future, a, a, a life form, which might not even be us at that point, right? It doesn't For even understand reasons, our language. Doesn't yeah. even speak our language. We, we have to design a symbolic language to make sure that they understand that they should not open this or go into that, right? Like if, if it's a, what is it? What do they call those? Uh, it's not a super fund, but yeah, wherever they bury all the, they conceal and just bury the all the waste, right? The nuclear mm -hmm. waste, like yeah, deep like a, down, and then they have a marker, basically, like don't come here, right? You'll yeah, die. Yeah, but in the future, like in half a million years or whatever, that might be. That might mean, oh, come, welcome here. Open this. <laughs> we don't <laughs> oh, know, right? it's the, a message the, the, from the point yeah. was they were tasked. This government in, in Finland, or, or, or this company hired by the government of Finland, was ta were tasked with like imagining the unimaginable when it comes to just storing nuclear nuclear fuel it was, it was quite interesting in, yeah. into eternity check it out if you yeah, can find out i think it might chilling. be on youtube um but uh but but despite that just having that as a caveat i still think it's one of the probably the safest thing. i mean now if something goes really fucking wrong then we're all like toast right but but for now it's one of the better ways until we have fission or something you know different or you do i don't know you do it up in space or you, you mm. Sure, bring on the Tesla technology. I'm not against any of that, right? Like, do do Let's do get do something, something going. Free Think energy. About something, I'm, I'm open to all that shit. Uh, good stuff, but uh, it doesn't seem to be here yet. So, so right now, at least, if we want to produce energy, we can't just sit and, and dream that we have some great green way in the future. To no, do it. You know no. I, mean? I think it, when rolling blackouts are going to come to California, as, as especially if trends continue. So when the power goes out, then. Uh, you're not going to be able to cook with your electric range. Your gas stove, though, a lot of the older ones, you could just ignite them without electricity. Just take a match. You can cook, you know. Yeah. We had a backup propane tank, remember, in our last place, mm -hmm. and it was great. Power went yeah, out. You great. can still cook. You yep. can still have hot water and all those things. I think natural gas is, is a good thing. Yeah. You should be using that. But don't worry. They'll just be able to send all these people during the rolling blackouts in California to a FEMA camp and get their rice and beans. You know, that's probably what it's going to be. Yeah. Uh, Philip Kohlberg said in, in DLive chat there, uh, send the waste to the sun. No, that's a good idea. But the only problem is uh, if something happens with the rocket, <laughs> you would get a, a rain oh, of, of radioactive <laughs> nuclear true. fuel. And so that's one of the reasons they haven't done that. Uh, is this, no, this is a band. Okay. Into eternity. Jesus. That was not it. I want to see the cover guys. You can just see. We can send that rocket off uh, from like a, a desert. Yeah. Somewhere. Here we go. A film for the future into eternity. Here, here it is. In case you guys want to see it, just take a look at that. It's, it's very interesting. Like the, the way that they conceptualize some of these things and we're just working with, you know, spent nuclear fuel and stuff like that. But anyway, uh, that's a side issue. Let me do, um, a couple here real quick. Uh, I have one here, actually. White moves first with a diamond says, uh, continue to kill our culture for COVID relief. I guess it's in relation to the yeah. uh, uh, the story. Well, both re regarding the gas, but the, the tax hiking and, and all the stuff on gas, uh, gasoline. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's... Um, Jimmy it's Fallon. Been a, it's been a reset. It's a, it's a reset uh, uh, opportunity, yeah, basically, for them. So anyway, go ahead. Jimmy Fallon. Oh, yeah, this was a little bit ago. Yes, one leader is one court. 
you go. <laughs> Jimmy Fallis, California lives in fantasy land. It's ironic because California is named for a fictional place in a book. Is it? Is it? I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought it was some uh, some na- native. Uh, I uh, get name. why so many Californians are fleeing because every day you hear That's, these yeah, you hear these stories, insane. you know. And the critical it's race like, theory stuff now, the anti-whiteness. Oh, yeah. Remember the they're like literally like praying to like uh, you know hip sok kapnuk like the you know human sacrifice god and shit like that. Like, and then meanwhile, remember just defeat whiteness. You know, so, the the first Let it get out. the first city now that we've seen openly discriminating uh, institutionally against white people, race based communism was Oakland, California. Right, mm-hmm. the only white families didn't get this five hundred dollar check. It's yeah. uh, it's amazing. It's it amazing. is amazing, isn't it? Well, we knew that was. Coming. Expect a lot more of that. Yep. Yep. Um, Okay. So let's talk about this election law here real quick. Biden calls Georgia election law Jim, or should we say Jim Eagle? Did you hear that? Did you hear the Jim Eagle? Did you hear that? We'll get to that in a moment here. It's kind of funny. But yeah, he called it Jim Crow in the 21st century. Basically, to summarize for you, it for you, but to boil it down into its, its essence. The things that cost uh, Georgia and other states or the ability for them to cheat was that they they did last minute changes, unconstitutional uh, changes in many regards to election law that managed to get them to cheat, right? So that they could steal the election. Mm-hmm. Now, Georgia is passing a law to say, don't do this. We got to revert to this. We can't uh, have this kind of bullshit. And the immediate response by the Biden administration is to say, Racism. <laughs> so oh, of course. White supremacy, racism. Well, this didn't is Jim he also Crow. just say that he became a senator 120 years ago? <laughs> like, he says a lot of things. He doesn't guy. know anything. So, literally, okay, they're, they're just saying, oh my God, this is a conspiracy against black people. Nothing is stopping them from getting off their ass and going to vote just like everybody else. Hell, they even bust them in nowadays to make it really, really it's easy. ID. It's over ID. And there's right. even, well, no, it's about more than that. It's also about literacy tests, uh, some poll tax. I don't even know that, but a lot of people pay. We pay taxes for everything. And then a photo ID. It's like, right. guess what? That applies for everyone across the board. And if you can't read, how are you going to read who to vote for? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you, I just, how does that even work? Remember in Georgia, they were having people standing over the shoulder of people who couldn't read, telling them who to vote for. Yeah, Remember. right. No, again, it's it's basically, and we actually have a clip here. Tucker talked about this too. Their their solution is that not to make it easier for uh, you know uh, those who are, I guess, at this point, unable or incapable of of getting a, an ID. Uh, to then do something or help them or something. But we know that this is a facade, it's a front, right? Basically, they want to continue to be able to cheat. Yeah. And so their solution is, well, oh, my God, you, this is white supremacy. No questions it's asked. Return of Jim Just, Crow if, yeah. you ref, if you're passing a law that says you have to have an ID to, to, yeah, to vote. Because right? it affects black people. Because for some reason, black people can't go get an ID even when it's free at the DMV, even though all white people have to. Uh, hell, we should just let them vote 10 times and don't ask because it's racist otherwise. Yeah, so you know, pres- that's basically what's happening. Yeah, President Biden on Friday called a new Georgia uh, election law Jim Crow, Jim Eagle, in the 21st century, likening its provision to racial discriminatory laws cast aside in the uh, 1960s. The reform passed by Republicans and signed Thursday by GOP Governor Brian Kemp imposed new rules on absentee voting. Remember, that's one of the ways that they managed to steal the election, right? Including requiring a photo ID and shortening the absentee voting window, in addition to other changes that conservatives say will improve election integrity. Democrat. So this, uh, this is a move, a better move towards this direction of like, oh, oh Trump's going to run again in 2024. And it's like, okay, well, if you don't fix what happened in, in, uh, in 2020, 
what's the point, right? Yeah. So, so Georgia at least is moving in this direction of saying no more bullshit. We have to return to how it was to 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 limit because they saw the there's fraud and how it was yeah, being done. There's many right? other problems here, of course, with the machines and all this stuff too. But at least they're they're doing something, right? Um, Democrats alleged that the bill will, will constricting uh, will constrict voting particularly among poorer and African-American voters who helped Biden carry the state in November by fewer than 12,000 votes. Democrats also narrowly won a pair of Senate runoffs races in January, giving the party effective control in the upper chamber of Congress. More Americans voted in 2020 uh, elections than any election in our nation's history. Yeah, that's totally believable, totally not fraud. In Georgia, we saw, the, 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 uh, we saw this most historic demonstration of the power of the vote twice. In November, then again, in the runoff election for the uh, U.S. Senate seat in January, recount after recount and court cases after court cases upheld the integrity and outcome of a clear, free, fair and secure democratic process, Biden said in a statement. Uh, no, because you counted the fraudulent votes. And the issue yeah. has always been, don't count the fraudulent votes, just count the real votes and, and that's it, right? But anyway, so let's check out this. this is a, Tucker talked about this too. It has to do also with how... Biden used the term Jim Eagle, like he he invented that came up with this new term to, to basically it's an eagle is like bigger and uh, more intimidating than a crow, but it's also kind of like I guess it's also who knows we're trying to decipher Biden's like brain here, uh, which could be a, a dangerous path to go on to, but it's like but it's also a little I guess more is it a nicer uh, sim symbol right associated with america right unless it's the nazi eagle of germany i don't know well, guess um, what blacks are doing better during a jim but, crow uh, actually as a people versus now ch check this out here he summarizes this a bit uh, a bit here because we've got problems of our own in this country one of our biggest problems is voting it's getting harder and harder to vote there are some people in america bigots let's just call them what they are who are demanding that we know voters identities before we let them choose our government they want people to show IDs at the polls, if you can even imagine, in 2021. These bigots, Joe Biden explained today, are Republicans. And so I'm convinced that we'll be able to stop this because it is the most pernicious thing. This makes Jim Crow look like Jim Eagle. <laughs> look at that Jim Eagle. Eagle. Who's Jim Eagle? A comic book hero from the 50s? Some kind of dog-faced pony soldier? We didn't know who Jim Eagle was, so we went scurrying to our Google machines to look it up. Then we realized, duh, we're being way too literal here. It's an analogy. Crow, eagle. They're both birds, but an eagle is much bigger than a crow. That means that asking people to show oh, a driver's man. license when they vote is much more racist than segregation and lynchings. <laughs> segregation and lynchings were Jim Crow. Voter IDs are Jim Eagle. Way worse. <laughs> and that makes sense when you think about it. Most black people don't have government issued IDs and that's why they can't drive cars or fly in airplanes or hold jobs or stay in hotels or go to the doctor or cash checks or sign rental agreements or buy homes or open bank accounts or purchase Sudafed at CVS. Black people can't do any of those things because they don't have IDs. Millions and millions of them don't have IDs, and it's sad, as Joe and Biden often points yeah. out. They now, literally make it so easy for them to this do. tragedy would be make it easier for Americans to get IDs, subsidize them if you have to. No, Joe Biden has a better idea. Just make sure that no one ever has to show an ID in order to vote. Yeah, for and that way, the millions and millions and millions of African Americans who somehow don't have IDs won't feel bad or left out. 
They still won't be able to drive cars or have jobs or bank accounts or live anywhere. But at least they can vote a lot. And the rest of us won't be racist. Problem solved. As Joe Biden just told us, he's going to get a lot done. And not just in the next four years, by the way, but in the four years after that. Yeah, he's going to Joe run Biden again. is running he again. Was asked about that. He'll be he dead. That today, too. <laughs> Listen to this. It's funny. By the end of his second term, Joe Biden will be 86 years old. <clears throat> That's a full decade past the life expectancy of the average American. Which, for the record, Joe Biden has already exceeded. But there's nothing average about Joe Biden. Time improves him. Like certain varieties of artisanal cheese, Joe Biden is meant to be aged. He just gets sharper and more pungent. His next Oof. campaign will be even tastier. Watch. Cut the cheese. Have you decided whether you are going to run for re-election in 2024? You haven't set up a re-election campaign yet as your predecessor. Already had asking this? this? Yeah. <laughs> My predecessor need to, needed to. <laughs> My predecessor. Oh, God, I miss him. Um, no, an answer is yes. Is it going to be them again run running off? That would be funny. That's my expectation. All right. My plan is to run Trump for re-election. Now, we want God, you know, is it going to happen what a, again? What a circus, right? <clears throat> but anyway, that's kind of funny. So, yeah, Jim Eagle, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, and, my God. But, you know, Biden has wheeled out some of these terms, though, you know, like... Uh, like a legal and it, like I was laughing. Like, what is he talking about? A legal <laughs> and stuff. And then it's like it was actually some weird, obscure position that someone had, like in the clan, that could be a legal. Well, like, <laughs> like, you know yeah, it's like old like school. Grand Cyclops. Sure, we've all heard that, but a legal. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. It's like these kind of obscure, like kind of old timer kind of terms and stuff. So so sometimes he's like kind of on, and sometimes he's just like. Wait a minute, Jim Eagle? Like, is he, is he do, pulling one bias here? What, just, what is this that's about? part of dementia, you know? Sometimes they're there. Jim Siegel. Other times they're is, yeah. completely gone. <laughs> yeah. Jim, uh, Jim Eagle was, you know, <laughs> completely okay. There was nothing. Uh, White moves first with the diamond. Says Biden is endlessly geriatric. Right? Yeah. Old, yeah. old. We're getting to old people, right? Um, okay. Let's see what we have. Uh, what do we have left? Well, I had you, a, one more any? here. Black yeah, Phillip. Sure. Uh, Volvo is the first car maker to stop making gas engines. I didn't know that. It's all hybrid soon. Uh, now they yeah. say all their cars will be electric by 2030. Seems like a scam to sell to rich green hippies. Yeah, yeah, you know, Swedes will fall for it too, unfortunately, right? Yeah, I mean, they've ruined Volvo, they've ruined Saab, they, uh, this, the government has Sad. just stabbed like them in the back, and, you know, it's 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 crazy. We were, we were able, able to do it uh, as a people, um, small country, two, two car manufacturers, a lot of weapons manufacturing, lot, not all the countries have that kind of shit, you know Matches, what I mean? Good um, matches, good If we did it once, we can do it again, all right? Yeah. Exactly. Um, all right, so I wanted to do this one here. <clears throat> We're going to wrap up soon here, but I have a couple of more things real quick. Good old Jordan Peterson. Jordan is this Peterson. a newer one, or is, no, he, is he back, or what? Is, he is back, but he remember he was in was Russia to deal with his pill problem and stuff, and you know he couldn't even wash his own penis, so he got he got uh, hooked on some kind of. What the what do they call it? He again? said uh, his wife got cancer, and then it was some oxy, I think, right? Oxy, yeah, that's right. And then some he was on bullshit, some like. Right? Uh, rehab thing antidepressants and all this stuff uh i saw i think it was millennial woes that had this in in his uh <clears throat> telegrams i wanted to play it it was an interesting comment he made about european identity or european pride rather actually to be but but it's weaved in with identity as well uh so listen you know we, we know he's remember jordan peterson was one of these guys that were a co-writer on one of the unesco programs i forget exactly which one it was one of these kind of you know, in-depth subversive things, and he's been kind of a, uh, you know, a, what do you call it? Like a sub subversive uh, insider who, who pretends to be an outsider, hanging out with globalists, while being, 
kind of semi-demonized while actually being promoted. Remember the New York Times piece? We talked about why you should uh, listen to Jordan Peterson. Yeah. Remember they were like, wait a minute, they're promoting this guy, yeah. right? This is what he said about that. Listen listen to this. I, I think you'll find this uh, interesting. And obviously we ha we'll have some uh, comments on his answer here too. Is to celebrate European culture. Multiculturalists what a, what a get pretty saying. unhappy when Europeans start expressing pride in their culture or heritage. Many, especially on the left, do not draw much of a distinction, at least in practice, between European pride and white supremacy. You care about freedom of the individual, the individual's freedom to think, to speak, to associate, in short, to act as he sees fit without external compulsion, as long as he doesn't infringe on the similar liberties of others. Professor Ricardo Duchesne, a historical yeah, sociologist. Yeah, because uh, Muslims totally don't do that. Um, Israelis don't totally do that. Yeah. <laughs> and professor at the University to, of To us, I mean, in our country. So anyway, let's go on here. Brunswick argues that, quote, yeah, so he brings up Duchesne here, right? Duchesne, Professor Richard Ricardo Duchesne argues, and then this is... And he a, drinks his water, his, uh, like, I'm uncomfortable, I don't like this guy, <laughs> oh no, he's a Nazi, but he's not. Right, right, here, here we go. Dualism is a unique attribute of European peoples. Quote, it has been exported to some degree to other nations, but in my view, it is not something that comes to them naturally. So, he continues, quote, you can't play the game of we're all individuals. We have to affirm and be proud of our ethnic identity and heritage to preserve the West's curious individualism. If Europeans become minorities in the West, he argues, the founding idea of the West, that no entity, not an individual, not a community, not the state, can justly deprive an individual of life, liberty, or property by force, no matter what the individual's race, class, or religion. I wouldn't be surprised if Duchesne, when he made this statement, had you in mind. Look, the medieval Europeans identified seven deadly sins for a reason. And one of them was pride. <laughs> it's like, really, man? <clears throat> yeah, that's here, 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 has not even started yet. I have some <sighs> comments on this, but yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. It's a, it's a deadly it's a deadly sin oh to have European God. pride. That's right. Anyway, let's uh, keep losing here. I do believe that, for for reasons that aren't obvious, that the West has got some things right. We've got the sovereignty of the individual right. That's the most fundamental Always thing we've that. got. Right. Always we've articulated more individual. That, I think. Every time, right? That's all he's got. Uh, okay, let's, let's. I'm trying to. I'm trying not to say anything. You'll hear him out, and then we'll comment. Let's but yeah. Okay, Kermit. Remarkable. Wait, not only theologically, philosophically, in our body of laws, in our societies, and one of the consequences of that, as it's had its effect on the rest of the world, is that everyone is getting richer quite fast, and that's a really good thing. Okay. <laughs> Having said that, it's like, am I proud of that? It's like I didn't do that. Oh, this old what the hell? argument. Pride. What's that? That's not the right response. How about responsibility for that? How would that be? It's like you're part of this, this great, unlikely set of propositions, this strange set of propositions that says that in some ineffable manner, the poorest person is as valuable as the king. It's like, how the hell did we ever figure that out? That's an impossible thing to think, and yet that's the, that's the bedrock of our legal system. That's nothing to be proud of. 
That's something to tremble before, to take on as a, an ethical burden, and not to wave a flag for how wonderful you are that You're you not happen to have the, the same skin. It's not about a flag. He's talking about an ethnic makeup. It's he, not the artificial construct yeah. of some he flag. He also goes into skin color here, which is, you know, yeah. that's, it's all it's, it. It's, it, it <sighs> it's funny because he's, he's, he's denying that there is, like, there is an, an essence there. Oh, and it's not, let's, let's hear him out. Let's listen a bit more because he's talking about that, again, the straw man, that it's you who are who are doing that just to to take credit for what others did so that you can feel like it's you i did that those those things i, I don't know if anybody has that approach no, to any don't. of this and interestingly enough he does mention responsibility which is like yeah your responsibility to uphold not only those things but to ensure Values that it continues uh, that, yeah. th that it continues here's the thing he wouldn't be saying this about any other people. It's always European. When we're talking, we're talking about honoring our ancestors, right? Carrying on this legacy and all these amazing things that they've given the world and given to us, right? We're honoring them. We don't want to shit all over them. Apparently, this guy just shits all over his ancestors. Because I can't have pride. That's a deadly sin. Yeah. You know, it's just yeah. amazing. But he wouldn't be saying this about, like any other natives on the planet or any other peoples who have no, their ceremonies who are honoring their ancestors no, no, and they no, have these rituals. Deadly sin when white people yes. do it. See? Yes, um, it's always that. But yeah, so it's shallow. Anyway, let, let, let's um, uh, continue here a little bit. Skin color as some of the people who thought that up. Yeah, let me it's back up there. He mentioned, so again, it's just this, it's this fallacy of, of ignoring uh, both race, but also IQ, genetics, all these things, right? Te temperaments, things that causes differences, uh, you know, in in different racial groups, uh, uh, eth ethnic groups, and stuff like that. Uh, so he boils it down to using the enemy enemy's terminology that it's just skin color. Skin That's color. They're, they're obsessed about skin color. That's the only thing they care about. And it's like it's quite a bit more there behind the surface. And but it's, anyway, it's this uh, utter denial that the West was born from the minds and hearts and souls of the European it was, man. No, it, was a, it, it didn't come from Africa. Hanna, it was a, it was a, no, it was just a, a couple of random people accidentally through the right <laughs> philosophical approach that stumbled into onto these beautiful values of individualism, yeah. which then ironically <laughs> have also been the mechanism used that our enemy has used to, to destroy, destroy us, us and yeah. to undermine us, right? But yeah. it, anyway, here's that line about the skin color thing. And one of the consequences of that as it's had its effect on the rest of the world is that everyone is getting richer quite fast and that's a really good thing oh that's great yeah. <laughs> okay yeah. having said that it's like am i proud of that so it's just about it's money like, yeah. i didn't do that what the hell pride what's that that's not the right response how about responsibility for that how would that be it's like you're part of this this great and unlikely set of propositions, this strange set of propositions that says that in some ineffable manner the poorest person is as valuable as the king. It's like, how the hell did we ever figure that out? That's an impossible thing to think and yet that's the, that's the bedrock of our legal system. That's nothing to be proud of. That's well, not not anymore. Not anymore. Uh, what also, are you kidding? To, like we can't even have. It. It's like we can't even have a payment processor. I mean, like I, what are you talking about? I don't have anything against hierarchy, obviously, but it's <laughs> it's obviously values that never never were held up. It was just it was there for maybe a little bit in some societies, and the, and that as far as I would understand, if you're a denier of hierarchy or denier of nature, and that means you're you're on the you're you're a socialist, right? They're like, oh, everyone is equally the equal. It's equality. That's, that's the great right. thing here, right? And also, this other thing he keeps going on about individualism and how we've helped make everyone rich and all that. Well, these ideas of individualism have sprung from the minds of Europeans, right? We have given that to. 
to the world. And why is it that people always need to come to the West in order to have a better life and to get rich and to get access and all those things? They're not going to, you know, uh, China or Africa or any of that. He never never answers those questions. No, I mean, he, in a way he does. His explanation here, as far as I understand it, is that it's it was, an, as he said, it was an unlikely uh, turn of events. It was like, we, again, we, we just happened. We stumbled over it. Uh, you know, it, we can't think collectively, of course, so that's wrong. So it was just but but somehow it was just kind of he, he takes the what is it? The the guns, ammo and oil. Uh, what's his name? Maybe the, the oh, chap yeah, knows yeah, the yeah. like this. Oh, it was due to the that they had access to this farmland over here that they could they could grow these this crops pretty you know successfully, which means it was just an accident. It was just, it, it could have been anybody. It could have been any group that did it. And but it wasn't. So now it was us. And so our responsibility is to make sure that we can't single ourselves out uh, as being, you know, slightly uh, uh, having properties which other groups don't have. Jared Diamond, thank you, uh, Parhelion. That's yeah. right. Jared Diamond's kind of view on this, uh, that historical view, which is bullshit. Anyway, here's I went back a little bit too far, but here's that part yeah. about the skin color again here. Something to tremble before, to take on as a, an ethical burden. And not to wave a flag for how wonderful you are that you happen to have the same skin color. But how wonderful you are. You're missing the point. We're, we're talking about the collective, collective identity. Well, and that's that his problem it's we, too. we together. We, and again, I, I've never heard of anybody who's like, look at that wonderful uh, uh, you know, uh, architectural style. I, I did that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, and also, no. how, <laughs> I mean, work. it's so typical of a lot of uh, Canadians and Americans who have been deracinated from their true cultural heritage and ancestors that he puts that down. When you go to Europe In and Europe. you see people of all, these different ethnicities and cultures and language and architecture and just, I mean, amazing stuff coming from there. When they, when they wave a flag, it's about a people. It's about what it represents. It's about their culture and their heritage and who they are as a people, you know, mm. something that nature has helped create and form over thousands of years and he's just trampling on that like it's just meaningless crap yeah it's amazing and because you just want to get people... rich it's just about money right mm -hmm. oh at the end of the day for yeah, these grifters comfort. it's all about money and okay and as someone said in the chat okay junkie with the slut daughter with her face <laughs> you know what i mean it's just like i know how'd your life turn out listen, you know listen a bit more who thought that up it's not the right response it's like it's it's to open your eyes and recognize that as a miracle and a relatively, a relatively new miracle on the world stage, and to, and to participate in the process of upholding that in your personal and your public life. That's not pride in European tradition. Like, when I go to Europe, and I love going to Europe, and the European cities are, they're unbelievable masterpieces, which is why they're completely yes. flooded by pilgrims, right? Tourists, pilgrims, who go there to look Tourists. at the beauty. It's like, I don't feel pride about that. I feel... I feel like I have something to live up to. That's not the same thing, man. Well, so, but, yeah, but yeah. it's your role to uphold that then, <laughs> or to to make sure that it, it at least per, um, um, make sure that it's still there in, in a few decades from now, right? Do your do your part. That Again, <laughs> this is what happens when you don't have a, a collective identity associated yeah. with that. You right? don't then see you, our people. He just sees himself. He keeps saying, I, I, I. All right. of us are thinking we, 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 our, our, our. Not everybody, unfortunately, you know? but yeah. I know, but uh, a lot of yeah. people in, in right. our scene, we're right. fighting for, you know, our people, right? right? Our future. It's yeah. not just me, 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 but it ends up being that way with these uh, grifter, indiv yeah. radical individuals, you know? Uh, again, it's again, it's a shallow analysis of the perspective for, well, both for both for the benefit of making it easy and, and, and in a way d d stupefy it, right? Making it more d dumbed down. 
That way you can defeat, defeat the argument. But it's also, I think, rooted in, in this aspect that he cannot actually understand what it feels to have an association to something, to yeah. a group, to a, an ethnos, like something that's greater than yourself and that you're part of something. Again, not, yeah. it's not about you as an individual taking credit for something. No, and no one's it's saying that. It's you as an individual taking part of something or feeling that you're part of a of a long chain, of a line of, of people that have come before you. And yes, they did remarkable things. And now it's up to you, your responsibility, to yeah. make sure we're not losing that, which we're doing right now. Yeah. It's in fact individualism that snuck in that is the downfall of these very things that he claims that he's upholding yeah, and, exactly. or like venerating, right? Anyway, let's listen a bit more here. This is uh, almost the end here. So these right-wingers in this, it's like, look what we've done. It's like, no, it's not you that did that. That's something, man. That's you gotta, you got to have your act together before you would dare to say, well, that was me. It's like, yeah, sure. Sure, it was you. Yeah, Who says right. This? Yeah. No. It's just... That's hard. And where did Ricardo... He's not responding to what Ricardo Duchesne was saying there either. No, no, no. He's no, of taking course it off no, no. in this like, yeah. meaningless Simplified, tangent. Simplified, right? Yeah. And take your place in that, in that kind of historical process, that unlikely, miraculous historical unlikely. process. Yeah, it's a mir- not to just unlikely. By, by faith al- like alone, you have to perceive that this was just a, it, is like, it was like, what, uh, evolution, right? The, the junkyard uh, kind of uh, just chose uh, us. theory, right? That basically you just, you, it just manifested itself somehow. And there, and there it is, whoops, <laughs> no, for no reason whatsoever. Feel ashamed at the way that you're presently constituted in the face of that means that you're, you're and you're using your cutting off a bit. Sorry. Your great fortune at being a beneficiary of that system. Look at what we've got here. This great peace that we're inhabiting right now. You're using your unearned a privilege. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> the unearned gift privilege? that's been Gifts. granted to yeah. you as a source of personal pride in your accomplishments due to your skin. Like no personal accomplishments that that, that doesn't like, this, exist. Doesn't, it's so they it's don't so understand dumb. any. The, he okay. He doesn't understand. No, anything. he doesn't screw, get. He doesn't get guy. it. Uh, and I think he, it, the end here, how he punctures this. Then not, go move that, to Africa. What's stopping you? Why are you staying in the West then? Like you no, know, no, you no, live no. in a white neighborhood. No, no he too. still is right. kind of like he's not. It's not that he's a Western chauvinist or anything like that. But it's like yeah, we did great things here, but that's completely accidental. And now it's our job just to not only to give it to everyone else, but just to let them all walk in and off have the a stage piece. of history if we if, yeah. if that's what it demands us of us of us to yeah. do to remain moral individuals, right? Not a good argument. So, and that doesn't mean that well, there's nothing valuable about European culture. There's plenty. There's plenty about it that's valuable. It's not even so clear to what degree it's European. I mean, it came hey, out of the go. Middle See? East, you know. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's, yeah. That's right. That's oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> we, we let's do the uh, the the cor- the we Cordoba hypothesis everything. here now, and it was yeah, it was actually the Moors you didn't in Spain, build and you, did, you know. Uh, okay, this could be done about Islam to the Arab world, right? A lot of these people were just conquerors that conquered parts of the ancient world which developed these things, which you, again, if you go further back, it was kind of, uh, I don't know, if you look at some of those statues, that kind of, uh, they have some, kind of some European phenotypes coming yeah. through in some of those statues down there in the ancient world. But anyway, took over some of those parts of the civilization. Uh, parts that had learning and knowledge, astronomy, uh, medicine, you know, all these kinds of things. And then they happened to occupy the same space and the same people or, or you know, colonial, colonizing them. And then they could claim it as their own, right? This The same thing it could be the argument there. But anyway, let's uh, finish cool. this off. It's so muddle-headed that you hardly know where to start. <laughs> so.
It's actually not five muddled. Here, there we on. go. Dispensed with the radical right-wingers in four minutes. <laughs> He's so full of himself. No, you just took the same the arguments that liberals take. Well, he even says he's the mm -hmm. real liberal, right? right Most right. skin color, yep. right? Fantastic, you can't have yeah. pride, you racist. Ugh, Lycan Warrior says, Jordan was physically dependent on Xanax. Oh, that's what it was. Physical withdrawals from benzodiazepines is absolutely horrific and can kill people via seizures. I know from experience. That's awful. Yeah, yep. he was hooked on that. Uh, dissident agnostic. Interesting that Peterson always uses morality when the racial waters heat. It's also interesting that Peterson is the go-to recommendation on YouTube. Yep, that's After right. I watch ethno-nav yep. content, always. Yeah, yep. he, he's yep. he's the chosen yep. guy he's there. The, he's a chosenite on on the YouTubes and yeah. other places too. Um, seems like a radical thinker, uh, pretty, dissident, he, and stuff. He's been he's, exposed for a oh, while yeah, now, many, but it just becomes times. more and more clear. More and more obvious. Yeah. Brad sees in a diamond. Thank you. Uh, Lord Aragon says with a diamond. What the hell, indeed, Peterson. Um, White moves first with a diamond says, are we, um, are we sure he's no longer on drugs? <laughs> yeah, we pr probably is. Uh, Sign Wolf with a Ninjagini. Thank you for that. Says, funny, we can't have pride in our ancestors, but have to accept generational guilt for their crimes. Yep, mm -hmm. exactly. That's, it's always the same, right? Um, I'm not even sure where he stands on some of that, but I don't hear him being too much of a critic of those kinds no, of things anyway, to be honest. No, he not loud enough. No, yeah. like just the, the, the blatant anti-whiteness. Would you think any any intellectual would, would be able to... I mean, it's the most basic in front of your nose aspects. You'd and all these academics are, 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 are yeah. claiming it's invisible, it's impossible to see these things and whatever. Uh, White moves first with another diamond. Says Peterson should have uh, taken the <laughs> should take the brown pill. There you go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. All right, a couple of more real quick here, and then we're going to round up. Uh, interesting uh, take here from uh, Pollard. Remember Pollard, the spy? Um, mm. Was it J uh, Jonathan? That's right, Jonathan Pollard. He recently came out and says he claims that Jews will always have dual loyalty, whether they know it or not. Convicted spy True. laments U.S. Jews see themselves as more American than Jewish. Suggests he'd counsel... Um, He'd counsel Jew working in America's security apparatus for uh, to spy for Israel even now. Remember, he was in jail for many, many years. And um, correct me, chat. Was this one of Trump didn't pardon this guy, right? It was uh, just a proposition, right? Did he yeah, actually? Pollard. He didn't I, do I it, right? I thought there was a Pollard connection there. I, I know, forget. Look, look in the, the the details again. Jonathan Pollard, an American who served a thirty-year sentence were spying for Israel and who, and who moved to Israel in December after the end of his parole made blunt comments on supposed Jewish dual loyalty. Hold on, the Trump FBI... pardoned, pardoned the Israeli officer who enlisted spy Pollard. There we go. So, so there was a connection. Was. Yeah, yeah, okay, interesting. Um, so supposed Jewish dual, uh, dual loyalty and the FBI in an interview published Thursday. Now, keep in mind, too, that when other people suggest that, there's people like, um, you know, Mearsheim and, and uh, what's the other guy's name uh, who wrote uh, the, the Israeli lobby, for example, forget what the other guy's name is. When they suggest this, then it's an anti-Semitic conspiracy yeah. theory, right? But yeah. when someone of Pollard's stature can come out, mm. then it's totally fine to basically yeah. say, actually, everyone has it or not. Even if they're not aware of it, we're always going to put Israel first, you yeah. know. But his point is of the article here is that he's upset that some Jews who live in America uh, at least on surface, seems to have like the they think more of like America first and these. Oh, they, they they don't maybe get my my drift. That he that's what he thinks. That's what he's projecting onto the situation. But he's basically like let let let's get them out of that mindset because whether they know it or not, they're they're going to be Israel first. Yeah. Right?
Yeah. True. Uh, True. Anyway, interesting. I just quick mention about that. Um, a big, big shocker there. And while we're in Israel, uh, I guess we can talk about this one real quick here too. Uh, Israeli researchers have grown an embryo outside the womb. Well, Creepy. Thank you for that. And is it Jewish or was it a, a goy embryo? Uh, I don't know, actually. In Jacob Hanna's lab at the Weizerman Institute, for the first time in the world, scientists succeeded. This We've talked about the, the post-human world, the transhumanism, the next step, evolution, you know, that, but it's going to be in man's hand. Well, that's being done right here, folks. Uh, the implication of this unprecedented achievement could be enormous, from growing synthetic embryos for organ implants to creating an infant whose biological parents are two men. Oh. No less. No. Fantastic. No. Fantastic. No, you still need an egg. You need an egg. You need a woman. Well, yeah, yeah sure, God, but they, you know, they just are, they, they oh. take what the, the from the from skin yeah. cells. They've they've this talked is, about these things. This is Frankenstein. You'll stuff. have uh, doesn't I, end well. I foresee a scenario where they'll have uh, twenty parents have uh, parents, but twenty people have contributed to like a, an embryo or something like oh that, right? Oh my god! Uh, anyway, I'm not going to go through the article. I might do more detail. This is the on kind of later, stuff but, they're uh, spending their time on. Crazy, yeah. crazy, crazy stuff, right? Um, all right, we should wrap up there. Uh, by the way, there was a. Uh, did you see that the the volcano we talked about that in the weekend warrior show did actually it blow? ended up uh, uh, you know uh, erupting a little bit. There's been a live stream up of. Uh, but it wasn't like massive, volcanoes. obviously. It was... No, I mean it was it was somewhat. It was actually even a foot, look at this footage of Icelandic people just kind of uh, hanging out watching the volcano. Look, yeah, it's like, like Hawaii. They do that. Whoa! Whoa! Right there. <laughs> yeah, like Hawaii. Going on a picnic. Nice, huh? All right, there you go. Those darn, those darn Icelandics. Cool. At it again. All right, so that happened. Uh, good stuff, folks. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up right there. Uh, let me do a couple of these real quick. Do you have any there, Lana? Before uh, no. we, uh, let me see here. Uh, we did that one. Uh, let me see here. THX 1138. Joe Bowers donates a Ninja Gini. Been watching for years. I really appreciate you too. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you for watching and thank you for the support. White moves first with the, a Ninja Gini as well. Says the genetic modification doesn't end. No, it doesn't. Progress. There's no breaks on the train mm -hmm. of progress. It will just, it will never end, right? Never end. Thank you guys. We're going to open, uh, let me open the chest on DLive here. And that's one of the last things we'll do. Of course, uh, up next we have uh, uh, Weekend Warrior, right? We're doing that uh, mm -hmm. Sunday. Uh, we'll do some prep tomorrow. Um, take some uh, take some R and R. We have a little bit of a of a thing to go on tomorrow, but we'll do some prep and then Sunday we're, we we record that. It will be up on uh, RedIceMembers.com. Usually uh, late Sunday evening, maybe earlier Monday, depending on how long the uh, the editing takes. Uh, let me put uh, some lemons in here for you guys too. Fifteen hundred so we have about uh, close to two uh, thousand lemons and distributing those. I guess we can hang around until that's done. Um, otherwise, uh, we have we recorded one, on a, but it wasn't that great. We have uh, two. The scripts, room though. setup was weird. Yeah, I've, yeah, I have three now. I need to so, record. So. We have some videos to record. We, we're working on some of those two. Um, Tuesday, uh, I'm going to have Faust on from uh, from the Netherlands to talk about the ele the election in Holland that recently happened, uh, and kind of an overall picture of what's happening with some of the uh, European nationalist movements as well. He's keeping an eye on that, so that'll be good. Uh, Tuesday, uh, I will be posting what time and so forth on our Telegram and on our Twitter too. Uh, so make sure you follow over there if you haven't already. Uh, okay, luckiest followers. Karavkaki, number one. Uh, Mr. Ninjaberg, thank you for that, uh, sir. Uh, number two, Lord Aragon, number three. William Shear, number th uh, four. And Brad C, number uh, five. Thank you for that. And also the top, let me see if I can click out of that. 
What's been happening? That's kind of weird. I'm trying to uh, click away from that here. Uh, let me check the top contributors here today for the stream. Just want to give it, uh, you guys a shout out as well. Uh, this stream we have um, white. Uh, let me see what is it? My, white moves first, topping that list for today's stream. Thank you, Silosopher. Thank you to you as well. You're number two, and then we have Purus Triple Seven. Thank you to you as well. Uh, thank you so much, guys, for your support. Really appreciated. Uh, I think that's it, Lana. Should we uh, that's wrap it. up? You right. guys have a good Friday night. Yep. Enjoy yourself. Don't drink too much. Stay brave. Keep fighting. And uh, we'll see you guys uh, Sunday for uh, Weekend Warrior. Let's see if my uh, shortcut works, huh? Always uh, a mystery. Sometimes it gives up. Mm. Let's see. Let's see. Here we go. Bye, guys. Do you love red ice? Want more? Get access to exclusive material by signing up for a red ice membership. You'll be able to watch Weekend Warrior, our flagship show, the second hour of interviews and other special feature videos only for subscribers. Were you a member and we lost you along the way? Renew! We love and appreciate you guys and gals and cannot do this without you. Help us be a sane voice, a lighthouse in the sea of insanity. As times get tougher, as people are searching for answers, they're going to need content like Red Ice. A little of all your support can go a long way. Thank you.